What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the internationally known, although it's in the afternoon for some of y'all ninjas, but it's still in the morning on the West Coast. The Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne in this ish, new, new, new world the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious new, one, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus, and you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF, that is every woman's fantasy, also known as the whole effing show, better known as the CEO Negro of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best entertainment here on YouTube. Kevin Samuels called me sincere, Senor Gregorio Greybeard. I'm also known as Mr. Notre Bajo and third leg Greg himself. Your third leg was just phenomenal. I'm also the Morpheus of the Mady Matrix, the chocolate and Confucius, the Black Moses, the Deliverer. Also, the man that walks in the spirit of Elijah, the man that with more nicknames than anyone in the game, the leader of the best entertainment here on YouTube. You can leave your other streams and come back here because we gonna hold court over here. And you can also call me CGA, see God Allah, and the 10-time demonetized champion of YouTube. We back. We back. We back. Ninja, even the cops tried to sue me. Ninja was up in court this morning, and they just wasted time. Lawyers making money, but Ninja's got money to burn around here. Free CGA Jr. Of course, the baby mama terrorist still trying to hold my son hostage from me, but of course, the lawyers are making money, a bag off of her and her pain and misery, but they only hurting the kids at the end of the day. CGA will always take this dub. It's another dub for CGA. All right, we'll tell you what's going on. They just dragging their feet, finessing the hell out of the baby mama terrorists. They think they hurt me, but I showed up remote on their ass. They thought I was going to waste time. I had wasn't going to court in California. I showed up remote on that ass, but it is what it is. Yes, even the cops tried to sue me. We'll give you that story update later on in the day, but uh, we still holding strong. CGA Jr. holding strong. I talked to him this morning. He's holding strong and holding on. And I'm glad to see he's got a bird eye, bird eyes view of female nature and a baby mama terrorist. Oh, and all that YouTube shit seems to have dropped and went to the wayside. Yeah, they trying to stretch it into his senior year of high school. And it's just all bad. But anyway, lawyer finessing the hell out of them. And we already know they got a limited amount of funds they getting from old CGA. So it is what it is. This is another dub for your boy. But it's an L for the kids. You know what I mean? Uh, for men who want to fight for their kids, they say, you don't fight for your kids. I'm showing you what it looks like to fight for your kids. And boy, when this case is over, I'm going to have so much content for you. It's going to be unbelievable, Ninja. Hold the line. But it ain't cheap. But the King of Kings is paying the tab money to burn, and she burning through money, bull in a china shop, hurting kids left and right. Shout out to the baby mama terrorist out here, finessing and holding their kids back, sabotaging them because they hate the dad more than they love the kids. That's what we're talking about. Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like on this button. I know everybody else right now, you done went back to your job. You thought I wasn't going to show up to work today. Man, these hearings take like five minutes. It took five minutes, <laughs> all right? You get all ready and dressed, five minutes. 
five-minute hearing in and out. Most people think these hearings are going to last like 10, 15, 30 minutes. Dude, they ain't got no time for that shit. It was a five-minute hearing already done, and I had my show planned, ready to go in the can, in the can, ready to go this morning just as soon as I got out of court. <laughs> All right? Just as soon as I got out of court. So I was like, as soon as I got out of court, posting my live stream, we ready to go. All right, anyway. Um, anyway, we got a great show for you lined up today. Women want men to be fools in here. Women want men to be fools. And what is the true cost of a man's commitment? A lot of guys want to get it for free, but they think relationships and love and marriage comes for free. We're going to tell you what the true cost of your commitment is and why you should not give up your commitment so easily. That's what we're going to talk about today. We also have Doom and Gloom CGA for the FBAs, the Blacks. The Blacks are going to be mad. Coach, you Black. No, my T-shirt is Black. All right, but it is. FBAs are pissed off at me. They mad as hell at me. And I haven't read any comments, but I'm sure the pro-blacks are mad. All right, yes. Hit the like button. What else is going on? We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got, uh, uh, we got, uh, what is this? Hmm. I don't even know what to call this part of the segment, but I'll play it. We're going to talk about valuing your time and the true cost of your commitment. Oh, we also have a single mammy raging. A single mammy is raging about the dating prospects and why she expects men to take care financially her rat snow, uh, snotty nose ass kids. Snotty nose ass kids. Single mammies. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Hit the like button for this stream and to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams and that be pinned to the top of the live chat of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to play the long game with these people, but, you know, you got to expose the female nature. And she'll never see it, but she ain't never going to win this one. No government name says, even way out here in Africa, these women are broke. Almost every day I get a request to fix his abine, and I'm tired. Always tell them you only got one Johnson. He says, they were all influenced by American straggle culture, Set them out and set them all out with the, I, okay, send you out with this one right here. I wish. I yeah, American me. culture did finesse and fool a lot of women to think that they were going to be financially independent, but nope, these bitches are broke. Let you get it through your they broke. skull that I'm broke. No, nah, I'm not cheering that Dead they're broke. Flat, yeah. stony broke. $3.85. I'm not cheering purse. that they're broke, but they broke. All right, that's their own thing. Shout out to no government name SD coach. Did you come up with? Chad, Pookie, and Ray Ray. I did not. I did not. That was way before me. He says, <laughs> I see it used everywhere now, and now even heard it and never heard it before you. People need to stop and start paying you some residuals since you out here with no yob. Yeah, I didn't come up with those. Those are already in the lexicon, so I can't take credit for everything. Thank you, brother. But, yeah, I need some residuals out here. I'm going to start mobbing on these ninjas, steady mobbing. Uh-huh. We got our brother here. Uh, Will I am says the barbarian is at the gate. There's no negotiation, ninjas. Ninjas trying to negotiate with the barbarian. Now I want to negotiate now. Uh-uh. Never negotiate with terrorists. Mr. D J or J D, Mr. Downs, says the Scooby-Doo sandwich and snack fun. Where where my where are lady with the Scooby-Doo sandwiches? Scooby-Doo sandwiches or nothing less. John Downs says, excommunicado CGA. 
Shout out to you. We got a free CGA. Free CGA even on YouTube, man. YouTube is bugging the hell out of me. They won't even let me put timestamps on. I talk to too many bots. Sucker for love ninja says I stopped watching prawn months ago and every day this 49er at work is looking better and better. I'm going in. Let me at her. Let me at her. Let me at her. You going in. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Walk the plank says CGA. You had the game clinching our pillows without our daily dose. I was going to call your boss and report you to duty. I wouldn't leave you hanging. I wouldn't leave you hanging. We bake. Daniel McGee says most women only bring problems in peace leave and want you to take a bad deal. They'd be like, take this bad deal. There's value in this deal. You guys got to be straight up like there's no value in this deal. All right, start negotiating. Shout out to the contractor says, I don't bail for shout out jail, California dreaming. All right. They tried to get me, bruh. They tried to get me. Mm-hmm. New York Anastasia guy says, uh, what is this? Oh, he says, who the F is this? Paging me at 546 in the morning, crack a dawn and now I'm yawning. Shout out to you and this MF and coach gang gang in the building. Trying. All right. Sucker for love says free CGA junior. He didn't do nothing. He ain't do nothing out here. He just want to be free from the clutches of the baby mama terrorists. All right. Shout out to. Nathaniel, Nathaniel. He says, hey, coach, I hope court went well and gave you some good news. Shout out to you and the coach gang. Court is court. I'm going to tell you, man, I'm going to write the book on the family court. I'm going to write the book on the family court. Mafia, I'm going to write the book. And most of these attorneys are about to take an L. It's the attorneys, guys. I actually did a poll one time as to who's responsible for this mess. The attorneys are the ones screwing y'all over. That's the ones who getting y'all. Where the lead attorney at? Lead attorney quiet as a church mouse. It's the attorneys. Uh, and when I did the poll, the attorneys came in last. I'm like, you guys don't realize. You guys don't realize. The attorneys are the ones making life hard for y'all. Lurker says, drag him to court for five minutes. Really, bitch? Yep. And there's even more to that that I can tell you even happened today. Because they were threatening all kind of shit. But as soon as they got up in front of the judge, it, they had no legs. <laughs> they had no legs. Uh, I'm going to do one more. Jake James says, ladies to men. Yeah, that's what they say. And that's you. That's what they say. That's you. I pick you. You should be happy I picked you. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Anyway, let's get into it. Um. All right. Somebody said, somebody said Pearl's making a documentary on the family court. Oh, she need to interview me. I got it. You need to interview me. Anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Most people don't know. They probably watching some boring ass YouTube stream. They're like, damn, coach ain't on this morning. The hell I'm going to do. They stuck watching somebody else like, damn, I wish coach was on. They don't even know. They don't even know. That just took a day off. All right, but we back in here with some doom and gloom CGA. Let's bring it. Doom and gloom CGA back up in here with another gloomy report for you individuals, but it's not all doom and gloom. This is a message for you. There's a message in there, and it's telling you to get your focus on right now. Take a look at this message. 
great wealth transfer is underway in the United States to women. Oh, new, my goodness. New, new, new world order. And it says there's going to be a great wealth transfer, and the women are going to be the ones that catches the bag. And that includes marriage and divorce and inheritance. I'll read this to you. And, of course, you know the bag's going to get fumbled. An unprecedented $30 trillion expected to shift into the hands of women by the end of the decade. That's 2030. Ladies and gentlemen, there is an enormous undercurrent affecting the world of wealth management in the U.S. that continues to swell. Driven by shifts in demographics, culture, family, and migrants career trends as well it is the great transfer of wealth that the nation has ever seen the greatest and financial advisors say they are bearing witness to it already according to a study McKinsey and company released in 2020 found women are set to control much of the unprecedented 30 trillion dollars in assets held by baby boomers by the end of the decade by the end of the decade yes Stock up on Purina, stock up on dog food, stock up on pets, stock up on sex toys, stock up on coffee. And here it is. It says right here, by the end of the decade, calling it a potential wealth transfer of such magnitude that it approaches the annual GDP of the United States. At the time of the study, men were primarily financial decision makers in two thirds of affluent households in america but that is rapidly changing now more than three years later data shows that it's not just the women of the boomer generation or the affluent who are increasingly taking control of managing their household wealth they said a lot i guess they're saying what's the the boomer women are the ones that are going to start you know i guess they live longer and they're also going to pass this wealth on to the women it says with the boomer generation typically Women take over the control of household investments upon the death of their husband. There it is. There it is. The death of the husband. Women tend to live several years longer than men in the McKinsey study noted. 70% of those widows will switch financial advisors within a year of their spouse's death. Woo! That's going to be a bag fumbling right there. Woo! They said right here. Women over 45 are much less likely to rate themselves as having excellent financial knowledge compared to their younger counterparts. The older a woman is, the more likely she is to be more traditional uh, and be in a more traditional situation where her spouse is the key manager of the household. And they're saying younger women are different. Basically, they're saying they're going to fumble the bag. <laughs> oh. All right, they're going to fumble the bag. All right, yes. They're, they're saying prepare for that. Prepare, prepare for them to fumble. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Woo. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. All right, so they're saying the older women don't know what they're doing. They're going to fumble the bag. Doom and Gloom CGA presses on. This has been a hot topic th- this week. And apparently, rapper 50% is coming after Mayor Eric Adams' heads. No relation. And he responds to 50% slamming him under the $53 million in taxpayer dollars to help the migrants. Now, this has been quite the conversation over here, and thus I pissed a lot of people off with a double dose of reality. But let's take a look here. You guys know this, $53 million in prepaid credit cards to migrant families, 50% said, what the F, Mayor Adams, call my phone. I don't understand how this works. Somebody explain. He tags somebody and says they can't explain this. I'm stuck. Maybe Trump 
is the answer. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? And yes, Mayor Adams has responded. Rush, you look at it and say, oh, wait a minute, what are you doing? You're giving people cause? But once you dig into the numbers and in the line, you'll see that this was a small policy shift that we're doing on a pilot project with 500 people. If this is successful, we're going to expand it even more so that we can bring down, we got to bring down the cost. 20% we want to bring down the cost and uh, their team are, are doing their job. So uh, I told um, 50 Cent to hit me up. I would love to explain it. Uh, to him uh, so that he can go out and do another tweet of saying, you know what, Eric is just a smart manager, and now we understand why he was elected by the people of this city of New York to be the mayor. Oh. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man, what What you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Well, I tell you, (laughs) Eric Adams has not been the same since Biden smacked his ass and had an internal investigation on him and shut his ass down and told that ninja. You know what uh, Joe Biden told this ninja? He said, shut your bitch ass up. (laughs) Yeah. And told them to give them migrants day money right there. Give them damn migrants day money. Give them migrants day money right there. And Eric Adams, he, he cutting checks right now. He cutting checks. All right, and uh, let's see what he have to say here. There's a woman named Joy Ann Reed. I think she's a liberal, all right? I think she's a liberal, and look at this right here. Can you see this? Holy. Oh, the humanity. Oh, my. Like, what is that? I'm looking at this person like. Wait a minute. Who are you? Anybody know what this is? What is this? All right, anyway, I'm going to just say right here, like. Hey, look at this. All right. Uh, it says right here, a response to 50% read New York's new initiative to give migrant debit card for food and baby supplies. Share your thoughts in the comments. Okay. Uh, Joy Reed. Joy and Reed. Okay. Okay, guys. Um, so rapper 50 Cent uh, posted on his IG page, on his Instagram. Look at uh, this. This post. which talks about a $53 million program that the current mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, is launching to hand out prepaid debit (laughs) cards to migrant families in New York. And he's quoting this New York Post article, the Rupert Murdoch-owned New York. Damn, oh my Lord. Look at the, holy mackerel. Who brought New York Post? Have to always throw that in, say people on Fox News. Quoting this article, yeah, um, about that program. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's talk. Oh, now Lord. in How the comments on Fifty's um, post, there are lots of people going off saying, you know, why are we sending the giving this money to migrants when we're not giving oh, that money to Americans? Lots and lots and lots of pro-Trump argo bargo because, of course, Fifty ends his rant about it by saying maybe Trump is the answer. Hmm. Really? Okay, let's start off by talking about the program itself. Here is an article that tells you factually what this program is about. Let me read a little bit of it to you. She ninja explaining. Of these prepaid debit cards will only be permitted at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, and convenience stores with participating families required to sign an affidavit swearing to use the cards for food and baby supplies or included from the program. 
according to the Post, which compared it to the state's food stamp program known as SNAP. This is embarrassing. So again, the cards are like the SNAP cards that okay. Americans also use in oh. New York City. So she's saying the migrants are Americans. I've been trying to show y'all that. They don't care. Even the black raging liberals don't give a shit. So y'all black folks, these y'all queens right here, or that's your uncle, they're saying, hey, what's the problem? They can only use it as bodegas and food supplies. Oh, my goodness. Even y'all's queens, bro. <laughs> and now here's an important thing that you have to recognize. What? what? And this is a little bit more in the article. What? Ninja-splaining. Not only will this provide families with the ability to purchase fresh food for their culturally relevant diets and the baby, oh. and the baby supplies of their choosing, what? but... The pilot program is also expected to save New York City is the answer. Save New York City. More than $600,000 per month or more than $7.2 million annually. Why? Because New York City is already paying to feed these migrants who are in New York City shelters. They have a fiduciary duty to not let them starve to death. So they're already paying. Here's how much they're paying. According to City Hall, the savings are comparatively based on the current $11 per meal that the city is currently spending. The Post reported that a family of four could be provided nearly $1,000 each month, each month, which comes out to just $35 per day for food. But they'd be buying food that they want, not food that's provided in the shelter. Let me explain why that. Oh, no, 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 no. We done with your ass. We done. We done. You're saying you, you're basically saying they spend the money regardless. What the hell are you? I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch up. Oh, my gosh. Let's that go. doesn't prove you're saying. Do I even have to? I'm not even going to waste my breath. The point is nobody wants them to get any money like you're saying. Well, if we spend the money here or there, the point is they don't want them there. That's the point. Why, why are they allowed to be there? That doesn't cover that part of the answer, you jackass, donkey face looking ass. Uh, look at my oh African-American over here. What? Look at him. Are you the greatest? <laughs> you know what I'm talking These about? These people, goofy. she goofy as hell. Do me a favor, hit the like button as you come in. That proved nothing. Just ninja splain. All right. Well, Joe Biden had a response as well to 50%. And Joe Biden says this. The only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump. All right, boy, we got some shuffling going around here. On Congress to pass this bill, get it to my desk immediately. But if the bill fails, I want to be absolutely clear about something. The American people are going to know why it failed. I'll be taking this issue to the country. And the voters are going to know that it's not just a moment. Just at the moment, we're going to secure the border and fund these other programs. Trump and the MAGA Republicans said no, because they're afraid of Donald Trump. Afraid of Donald Trump. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure oh. is Donald Trump. Oh, ninja. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, just when you thought it could get any worse, Donald Trump's the reason the border's wide open. Oh, my Lord, ninja. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Gaslighting much? Gaslighting much? Ninja, are you serious? Are you serious, Ninja? Oh, Joe Biden, I got something for you real quick. Hey. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
They be really pulling the okie doke on y'all ninjas. Holy mackerel. He barely still alive, though. That ninja looking like, yes, a weekend at Bernie's over here. What's up with the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Oh, man. Holy mackerel. He hanging on, brother, by a thin thread. I think we got World War II on the horizon. Oh, yikes. Okay, that's Doom and Gloom CG. Is that Doom and Gloom CGA? It is. And yes, most Americans are going to go for that because, uh, again, but the the tragic the tragedy about our country is most people are moderate and they don't pay attention until the very end. Like the last week, the last month of the election, they start to really pay attention. Maybe like the last 30, 36 hours, they start thinking about it and they say, OK, what's on the menu here? Then they'll do a little bit of research. They don't give a fuck. And then the first thing they do is like, OK, I'm going to vote for George Floyd. I'm going to vote for student loan debt. Who's who's for who's against? And then that's how they vote. That's the moderate. That's like 60% of the voters. There's only a bunch of rabid people on each end. The raging liberals and the whole, the crazy conservatives, those people are, there's a lot of them numerically, but people think people are paying attention. They're not. All right. So Joe Biden can say that to a person who's doing their last minute research and surely they're, they're going to, they don't give a fuck. All right. Like what, what we, what we going to get out of this? All right. What are we doing here? Okay. All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to Nooski says, my baby mama. And I am going to, you're going your separate ways. She stays with me now. My lease is up in April 1st. She was supposed to get her apartment. And, uh, but now she wants to move in with another man to save money. My son isn't even one years old until May. Shaking my head, should I fight it or should I let it go? I always say, man, when you're dealing with younger kids, you want to stay a part of their lives as much as you can. Okay, as much as you can. Stay in, in so you got to fight because, because if you don't, you're a stranger to these kids. And then it's hard to make up your relationship when you're a stranger. So you want to stay in as much as you can. And then when they become teenagers, 13, then you can do whatever you want. You can wash them hands. They start to develop their id, ego. They start developing their preference for parents. They have their own lives. They start wanting to live their own lives and not let you goofy-ass parents sabotage them. Then you can kind of distance yourself. I mean, you want to stay in their lives as long as you can, but um, fight as much as you can. That's, my, that's my, always my advice. Um, if it becomes too difficult, too difficult, one of the best things you can do is just wash your hands, all right? So um, fighting it and aging and stressing out um, is going to be dangerous because a woman's... Um, a woman's loyal to her feelings when these situations arise. And so she's already putting another man in your child's life, which you do have the right to have that man investigated. If she does move in with him, uh, please understand these things are going to cost you a lot of money. They're going to cost you a lot of time, right? They're going to cost you money. They're going to cost you time. It's going to be a headache and you're not going to get issues resolved very quickly. You're going to get issues resolved very, very slowly. The courts are packed with a bunch of baby mama terrorists ruining people's lives. So with that being said, you're going to get a hearing, and then the next hearing is going to be three months, and if there's lawyers involved, it's going to cost thousands of dollars. Think about that, and uh, if that's important to you, yeah, stress. You're going to take years off your life. <laughs> All right, anyway, it's crazy. 
But be ready to cut the check. Have money to burn. That's the only way to beat it. Have money to burn. Money to burn. And if you ain't got money to burn, <laughs> it's what it is. All right. Uh, anyway, Danger 33 with the co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. I'm rich, bitch. Shout out to you. Loud Pocket says, Coach, I was simping this morning because you were off. But I'm back on. I'm back on. Shout out to y'all bitches. I'm back. Shout out to John Down says, you're excommunicado, coach. No reaction videos. Oh. You mean I'm cut? I'm fired? What are what, what you trying to say, Ninja? What you trying to say? All right. What that mean? <laughs> All right. Anyway, she'll drop the kid on her own in a couple of months. She might. She might. Women hold on to kids because they're valuable. They're commodities, meaning they'll drag the kid through the mud in their own mud and have them living like shit in order for them to get money out of them. So they're very valuable. Oh man. I just want to be richer. LLC shout out to the goat CGA. Who's your pick for the super bowl. I need to get my prize pick in by the way, go to CGA got game. I did a live stream. I did a live stream on this one, but I'm going to do another live stream on Friday because we getting ready for this game. We getting ready for this game. JJ says my ex uh, just confessed to cheating after nine months of lying. Now she's begging to get back together. You were right, coach. Women know they ain't shit. They know it. Man, I'm going to tell you, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I just heard some breaking news about somebody else getting divorced recently. I can't remember. Who, oh, I know who it was. Um, It was a guy that used to go to the 2021 20, convention, and he's uh apparently a, you know, uh, I don't I don't know. I know him but I'd never seen this content, but he's been in that sphere of dating coach and he individually got married. He had a conservative wife uh, and they had lots of children and they recently broke it up, broke, broke off. And I've met them at least three times, unfortunately. And they, I think they got like six or seven kids and they broke it off. Guys, man, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. It's a not matter of it. I don't care what a woman says, bro. I don't care what she says. She has the ability to back out of any commitment. This is the danger. This is the danger of these relationships. It was a white guy. He had a flat back, a flat back white. Um, but um, apparently that's what I heard. I just heard it. Um, and so I can't announce it. I just heard it from another person. And that's the way shit goes, bro. And I can't say who his name is, but. Because I just heard it secondhand and I haven't investigated. I haven't talked to the guy, so I can't just announce it. But shit like that goes down. And by the way, if a bitch ever cheats on you, never take her back. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just let you know. If she ever cheats on you, never take her back. Ever. All right, so she, you, she, you finally caught her. You caught her peace leave handed. And now she's trying to get back together because you got caught. The, the dumbest thing you can ever do is take her back. Cut cut her loose, guys. Cut her loose. Free Kekistan says, Coach, he says, you are going to my, you are going to my A-kick. I guess <laughs> what that mean. What, did, what do you mean by that? I am going to what? Hold on for a second. Where's my sound effect? Wait a minute. Who are you? Okay, Coach, you are probably going to something get my ass kicked. He says the SRT pulled up. I looked over and 
a pookie was driving. I was sniggling until he looked over. He looked 25 and I'm 51. <laughs> and, oh, it looks like you go get your ass kicked. Did he have a do-rag? All right. Did he have a do-rag? I guess you meant you were going to get, I'm going to have you get your ass kicked. Uh, you looked over at, the, hey, if it's a SRT, it's a guaranteed that it's a ninja or a pookie driving it. <laughs> Who got our SRT? All right, okay, I guess I'm going to get your A kick. Don't get your A kick. Don't kick he ass. Kick he ass. The Mighty Bull says, when I hear the name Biden, I hear Bozo. Kind of put things into perspective for me. Biden the Bozo. And I just want to be rich. Says I recommend everyone watch the Tucker interview with Putin. All right, speaking of Putin, fire them nukes. (laughs) All right, anyway. Nukes, nukes are ready. Go ahead and send them off over here. All right. Just don't send them directly to me. Just over there. All right. Anyway, what do we got? Straggle Sniggle Theater. We got it coming up here. Let's go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, man. We back in here. Do me a favor. Hit that like button. We got 10,000 people on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We got 500. We're at 15. 1.5K total cumulatively yeah the numbers are down but it's okay y'all didn't expect me to be here i saw somebody ask how come it took you so long to hop on ninja i'm not a robot ninja think i'm a robot jump off the call jump right online (laughs) right i gotta put the i gotta put the post up now that i know the exact time get ready take a piss take my suit off ninja damn take a shit you know come on (laughs) ninja act like i'm a robot what are we doing strike with sniggle theater uh, where we at here? This will, and, and no, I didn't dookie on a woman. I didn't dookie on a woman, but a woman wanted to get dookied on. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Straggle Sniggle Theater. Oh, we got a manufacturer beach. All right. Take out the manufacturer beach. Pink pill. Something Jamie Lynn. All right. I don't know who this woman is, uh, but she looked like the Muppets. All right. She definitely looking like the Muppet from the, uh, from the Muppet show. All right. Jesus. All right, let's get in and hear what she's talking about. Like, they think that somehow, like, if you're a virgin and you stay a virgin as a woman or you have a low body count, that somehow that's going to get you a good man. Look, it might get you a man, but there's no guarantee that that man is going to be good to you. And these are the things that women are actually evaluating when they're picking partners. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much blame on women when they're not married or when they haven't had children. What, what red pill will do is they'll, they'll look at you and they'll be like, well, what's wrong with you that a man doesn't want to wipe? Because look, when somebody is saying, explain to me why you're single, they're saying there's, there's a subliminal message within that saying that there's a problem with you as a person for being single. And and the other message is, is that your value is connected to who you're with. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, ladies, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's like they think. Man. <laughs> what this skeezer talking about? You know, she talking about some skeezer shit. Is she a is she a prawn star? She lying to herself. All right. My value is not predicated on if I have a male or not or whether you're a virgin or not or whether you pick the right guy because she thinks you're a virgin. This woman lying. You lying to yourself. And the best thing about women is they love to believe their own lies. And they love the smell of their own puss. Like you're lying. Quit lying. You lying. You're saying because a woman's not uh, sexually promiscuous is going to make her pick the right guy. And just because you're not promiscuous doesn't mean you're going to pick the right guy. This woman is a whole L. <laughs> this woman a whole fat ass L. And she don't even believe her own goofy ass lies. 
uh, the fact remains is this woman uh, hit the wall. Fine. She did hit the wall. Right. So she's way past her prime. And now she's trying to validate it and verify it. Well, my, my, I'm not, I'm not, you know, it doesn't make a man, my man don't validate me whether I'm married or single uh, because I was promiscuous. <laughs> These people don't be so dumb. They love to believe their own lies, don't they? They be lying to themselves. All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we have an old Sniggle. All right, check this old Sniggle out here, and you can tell he an old horny-ass Sniggle. This ninja on the Vince McMahon Sniggle tip. All right, what this ninja got to say here? Let's see. All right, let's see what this ninja got to say. Never? Ever, ever? Why? Oh. All right, so it says right here, meet 93-year-old Bob. Man, they don't make them like this no more, Bob. He says the unfiltered truth about beauty in old age women. All right, so listen closely. Do you ever look at an old lady and think she's cute? Never? Ever, ever? Why? Old lady ain't cute. All right, so if you didn't hear it, he's mumbling like Joe Biden. He said, uh, the woman asked, do you ever, ever look at an old woman and think she's cute? And he's like, no. He's like, I'm sorry, what? You bitch. You bitch. She said, why? He said, because old women ain't cute. Ninja, get this ninja the award, the sniggle award right here. <laughs> this sniggle. Old women ain't cute. What? I still like young tenders. He ain't trying to lie. See, the thing is, the lie that people want to make you believe is that when men age, so does our preference in woman. Right now, what that does for some men, because you're battling social norms in society, right? I don't want to be seen robbing the cradle, but, but the way it goes and statistics have revealed that the older man, the man gets, he still prefers younger women, like visually beautiful, like beauty wise. Now he might feel uncomfortable about it. And he might say things like this proves the point. Well, that's somebody's daughter or she's younger than my, like you start putting in these social norms to say why you're uncomfortable with it. Well, I shouldn't be looking. Oh, not me, Ninja. I'll be out the junior college looking. Metafile confirmed. <laughs> right? He like, old women ain't cute. Now, old women tend to, as they get age, they tend to prefer men that have aged up. And there's a limit to it. However, the reason why is the man serves another reason. It's not his looks per se. He has other value to her. And she can't find that value typically in younger men. Now, she might still desire a, a younger man and say a younger man's handsome and cute, but she ain't going to select it too much because that guy doesn't have other value to her. He might get a night or two, maybe three. He might bang her out. She might have to hire him to deliver some pipe. However, guys tend to, statistically, if you take out all the things, and black men, we not talking about you because y'all like old women. Y'all still talking about that goddamn Nia Long. Y'all still trying to convince me to look over at Nia Long, talking about she still got it. Miss me with all that shit. All right, I'm only looking at young tenders. I ain't looking at 50-year-old women. Okay, now, let's get back to the point. <laughs> let's get back to old Vince McBob. Vince McBob over here thinking about dookieing on a young tender, this nigga. This is why these ninjas be over here, over at Thailand, going crazy. We'll go crazy on, on Tuesday. But Bob is like, man... Old women ain't cute. <laughs> Do you ever look at an old lady and think she's cute? Never? Ever, ever? 
Why? Old ladies ain't cute. Old ladies ain't cute. This ninja right here. Old ladies ain't cute. Hey, man, I ain't got no time for that. Old ladies ain't cute. Did y'all see it? I thought I didn't have it on the screen. Vince McBob. Maybe you didn't see it. You didn't see it. All right, what do we got here? Stragglers Legal Theater continues. We got this. Okay. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, this is a straggle. Certified Baltimore straggle. All right, let's get her. Disappointed in black men choosing other races, such as Spanish, white, and Arabic. Look, what else? And, and you have a right to feel that way. But when you guys also say that y'all have the presence of a resting bitch face and, a, and expecting that man to kiss your ass to get to know you, it's a problem for me. Because my resting bitch face is sexy. That's it's how not, I feel. It's, it's not. It's a sexy It's disgusting. Okay, so what about That's what you think. That's your ego. That's what, no, what? it's not. All right, thinks. wait, me? No man thinks it's that's sexy. Right, so like, I'm just saying, you can be more approachable i'm not here to harm you i'm not here to disrespect you why look why we ha we ha look you just proving my no, point no, very dis wowzers all right so this straggle not this straggle there was a straggle over here that said my rest yeah she does look like our truth she said my resting bitch face is sexy right my resting bitch face is sexy now, again, they be believing their own lies in their own world, right? In their own world, they think that uh, resting bitch face is sexy. Like, they be thinking that. All this shit. Like, they think that's sexy for some reason. I don't get it, man. Like, what are you talking about? No guy thinks that bitch attitude or that that sassy attitude is sexy. Okay, but they think that, like, really, like, really, I think they don't, they really don't understand what men want. Now, Pookie and them will bypass that red light. Most honorable men are going to walk past a straggle with that. By the way, did you see the woman saying her resting bitch face is uh, sexy? <laughs> like, come on. Like, did you see the woman? She wasn't even sexy without the resting bitch face, and she was loud and aggressive. And uh, I'll, all I heard was uh, monkey sounds in the zoo. Disappointed in black men choosing other races, such as Spanish, white, and Arabic. <laughs> this woman's worried about. <laughs> this woman looked like somebody's nephew. Little Nas X. She definitely looking our truth in the face. And she's worried about interracial dating. Ma'am, you should just be happy to get what you getting. You look like, and what is going on with these tattoos? Like, why? Like, why? Why get these that? This looks trashy. All right, anyway, you do what you do. Interracial dating is the least of your concern. I'm going to pick another race of woman every time, 100 out of 100 times, before I pick this woman. I mean, it's a fact. It's guaranteed. Look, what and, and you have a right to feel that way. But when you guys also say that y'all have the presence of a resting bitch face and, a, and expecting that man to kiss your ass to get to know you, it's a problem for me. Because my resting bitch face is sexy. Oh, my goodness. You got the, oh, the humanity. Take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, look at this. She said, and I quote, my resting bitch face is sexy. Bruh. Look. Take a look at the person here. What are we talking about, man? This woman can floss with a licorice. She got all kind of problems she working with. By the, by the way, them old Betty 1950 glasses are not working. And she thinks that, though. She honestly thinks that when she's walking around with the stink face on, that dudes are like, wow, 
I need to get after her. I need to go after her. She has a resting bitch face that is super sexy. Really? That's it's how not, I feel. It's, it's not. It's a sexy okay. It's disgusting. Okay, so what about that's what, you, that's what you think. Isn't that important? Look, that's what you think. You think I'm not sexy. Isn't that the point? That is quite the point. You just got some instant feedback that you didn't like, Miss Overbite. That is the point. You're resting. By the way, you're not sexy at all. So your resting bitch face certainly is not going to be sexy. What are you talking about? That's what you think. That's your ego. That's, that's your ego. That's your fault. <laughs> it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Wow. Wow. Man, I tell you, man, I don't know. What did God do? What did God do giving them this <laughs> right here? What did God do when, when they gave women critical thinking, bro? I mean, I just, you know, it's one of the most bizarre things you've ever seen in this world. Now, this is me. Ladies, I just want y'all to know. I know that when I look at ladies, I'm super sexy. Like, when I see you and I'll be looking at you by the corner like this, I'll be like, mm. I'll be looking at you, looking at your feet, and I'm giving you the sexy face like, Looking at your toes like it kind of looks like this. I know I'm sexy. It kind of looks like this, ladies. Yes. When I be looking at y'all at Starbucks and I be looking at pink toes, when I be looking at chocolate, uh, uh, butter, pecan, Puerto Ricans, I be looking at y'all like this. Don't I look sexy? I look sexy like hell. Mm -hmm. And if you don't think I'm sexy, that's what you think. That's your ego. But I be checking y'all out like this, like mm. when I look at you like this, ladies, I'm about to ask you for your number. Indeed. Now I ask you, ladies, does this look sexy? <laughs> ladies, does this look sexy? That's what resting bitch face looks to men. <laughs> Just so you know, when I look at you like this in the mall while you're walking with your friends from school. From college, ladies, college. And I look at you like this. Isn't this giving sexy? <laughs> this not giving sexy? <laughs> well, that's you. All right. It's not me. It's your fault. That's your and ego. That's you. That's your ego. It's your ego. You don't understand what sexy looks like. I'm giving you my sexy. I'm giving you all the sexy. And I'm checking for toes. Maybe I'm checking for toes. Drago is single theater. Apparently, this dude finds out that he, uh, I guess his girlfriend's cheating, like this guy right here found out earlier today in our stream. But not only is she cheating, she's selling punani. Uh-oh. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Oh, no. All right, so uh, this is a Red Pill Awareness channel. Apparently, he found her phone and screenshotted all of the messages in which she was selling puss. What did I tell you guys? This is really becoming. Now, it's hard to say all women are doing it. But we're at the 20%, which 20% is enough to change anything right here. Uh, especially with Gen Z. So he took screen caps, and I'll read a couple. It says, uh, so you don't just want head. He says, nah, why if it's the same? All right, okie dokie, bet. Finna grab some rubbers, then I'll be there pulling up. And then there's the apartment number. We don't know if this is true. Yeah, she says, it's upstairs. You make me, and so you're, you want me to wait till your friend leaves? Nah, come on in. All right, open the door. All right, there it is, another rep message. What's your rate? How long are you looking for? Quote, I need some punani. This one says, okay, it's 120 QV, 
150 an hour, 200, I guess that's a half hour, 150 HHR, 200 for the full hour. All right, and he says, let's do a half an hour. Where are you located? Chattanooga. All right, you got a spot, love. Yes, he gives his address. Okay, love, are you affiliated with any law enforcement? Hell nah. Okay, love, can you give me a sec to get down there? Yes, and she jumping out there like that. Wow. I'm going to tell you, it goes down just like that. I'm going to tell you, he founds another one here. It says, I only have 125, bae. It is up to you. She said, okay, I'm coming. All right. Yeah, them some low, low prices. I don't fuck with that, but I don't fuck with the low price. Okay, 10-4, are you affiliated with any, any law enforcement of any kind? He says, no. Do you like that pussy licked? Oh, okay. Oh, he's trying to, bruh. You don't never lick no hookers, Punani. Are you crazy? What's going on right here? I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I'm just using it. All I got to do is (laughs) put my card in, and that's it. And put the PIN number, and boom, money just comes She's selling for QV is quick visit. All right, that's what it is. QV is quick visit. How much was for a quick visit? Quick visit was what? Let me go back. Let me see what she's selling. Quick visit was 120. Oh, Ninja, man, I don't know. I would never mess with no prices like that. That's too cheap. That means she giving that punani out. Okay, 124, quickie. Get that nut, get up, and put on my white ewans. I'm out the dough. All you might get is a rubber on the flow because I'm ready to hit the road like Mari. This ninja try to lick punani on a hooker. No, sir, no, sir. No, sir, no, sir. That's a violation, ninja. That's a get 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 in the car, ninja. That's a violation. You don't lick no hooker's puss. You get in there, throw your rubber on, hit them skins, bust that nut, and you skedaddle. What are we doing? <laughs> this is crazy. Y'all ninjas need to learn the game. By the way, we teach you on CoachGregAdams.locals.com, man. The world is going to shits out here. What are we doing with these ninjas? Mm. Straggle Single Theater. Apparently, uh, Julia Roberts, uh, the woman in Pretty Woman, uh, recognized Julia Roberts in this photo. She is irate. She's beside herself right now. And um, you probably won't recognize Julia Roberts in this picture. I'll give you a hint. It is the woman in the glasses. And for you young bucks, Julia Roberts, which I've never had an attraction to, but a lot of women want to be Julia Roberts. Um, you know, especially white women, they want to be Julia Roberts because she's kind of wholesome looking and she played a hooker, which is a woman's fantasy in the movie Pretty Woman, where a woman can ruin her life and a man still of high value will find her attractive. All right. And want to marry her. So this is Julia Roberts right here. Um, she always looked a little long in the face for me. And she always had some big teeth. Like I was like, nah, I don't see it. But a lot of people loved her. She always had that vein in her forehead, too. I was kind of like she always looked weird to me, but. Y'all still trying to get me to like knee along right now. All right, but I don't know what y'all talking about. Anyway, this is uh, Julia Roberts in the photo in a in a candid moment. Of course, there's the vein in her forehead again. And she's upset. She's irate. She's got hurt feelings because, you know, she's never been a person that's been a social media person. She's never been that. So because she's now looks at social media, she's upset that people are talking shit about her. Now, let me explain the story, and I'll let her explain. 
the young woman on the right, the blonde playing Jane, that's her niece. And her niece and her were playing cards and a candid moment at home while Julia was relaxing. But at least she didn't what? She didn't have her bonnet on, but she has her updo. She has no makeup on. And her niece had somebody take the picture so the niece could post it on her Instagram and say, look, I'm playing cards with my aunt, Julia Roberts, and tagged Julia Roberts. So Julia didn't post the, vi- the picture. The niece did, trying to get clout. Unfortunately, it backfired. Emma Roberts, is she an actress? I have no idea. Unfortunately, it backfired, and everybody went in on Julia Roberts. Now, here's my problem. Here's my problem. When people go in on, on people like this, now, she didn't post it, so I'll give her that. But we can't have an alternative opinion on being shocked. Everybody's like, God damn, she didn't hit the wall. Look at her without makeup. Oh, my God. Look at So when people say that, oh, you guys are being mean in the comments. Women love to be mean to men in the comments. They don't mind doing that. But when men say, wow, she didn't hit the wall. They looking at her like, are you serious? Is that Julia Rao, my lord? She got upset. So let let, let me play the video of, uh, I think there's audio of Julia Roberts saying she's upset that, yes, she looking a little skeletor in the face. Silence, you fool. Posted a picture of my niece and I from one weekend morning. She'd slept over and we got up and we're having tea and playing cards and having this beautiful morning. It was great. I felt great about it. And my sweet little niece reposted it a couple of days later. And interesting things happened. The amount of people that felt absolutely required to talk about how terrible I looked in the picture. That I'm not aging well, that I look like a man. Why would I even post a picture like this when I look that terrible? Well, let's just be honest. (laughs) Let's just let me be honest. Women love to call men names. Let's be honest. You do look like, compared to what you are, and I'm going to pull up, compared to what you present yourself in, and Julia Roberts is a, she's an old school celebrity. Like, she's a celebrity that still walks with her publicist, right? Her publicist still tells her what to do. Oh, we're going to be on, you know, the Pavarotti's got a picture of you, right? So she's not a one that needs social media. She probably doesn't need it throughout her day. But let's just be honest real quick. You don't look very good in that. Not only that, you look sick in this picture. Like, you look sick. Like, you know, I always tell you about the pale girls, the plain Janes, uh, especially fair-haired women. When they at home without makeup, they look sick. They nose be flared up and red. Their tear ducts be all, you know, they look like they got a cold. you like, are you okay? They don't have lipstick on their lips. you looking at her like, you going to be all right? I need to take you to the hospital. Don't let them look sick and throwing up. They really look sick. you like, you look all... <laughs> You look like you got one foot in the grave. <laughs> you look like you got one foot in the grave. And she don't got their eyelashes in and she didn't paint her eyebrows. Yo, they be looking sick. So just to be just to be fair, Julia, you do look bad in this picture. Now, you you blame your daughter or your niece for that shit. People saying, God, I didn't even recognize her. This- I got to be fair. I wouldn't have recognized you if I didn't know this was you. I would have I wouldn't have recognized you. And that's you. This is what she looks like. And then the fights that break out within the comments where someone says, you should be nice. 
why should I be nice? She looks terrible. And people start fighting within the comments. I was amazed at what that made me feel. And I'm a 50-year-old woman. 50-year-old. And I know who I am. And still, my feelings got hurt. There it is. Hey, man, welcome to social media. Welcome to our world. <laughs> welcome to the life of a male. Welcome to the realities of, no, you're no longer that woman in Pretty Woman. Let me pull it up for the guys that don't know. Um, she was an icon. She's an iconic actress. I'll give it to her. This is her. This is her without, for the youngins. Yeah, she ain't got no super suit. You right, Catfish Tail. She ain't got her super suit on. So this is her with her hair down. Uh, typically, white girls can wear their hair down or in a certain way to hide certain features like big protrude, big ears poking out. Right. You know, they can hide features like, a you know, occipital protuberance to the forehead. Weird veins. They can hide hair. You know, they got hair to hide. They shit frame their face. So this is her like relatively recently. And I'll show you what she looked like when she was younger. She wasn't ever really my type, but, you know, a lot of people she's like the all American woman. Let me pull up Julia Roberts here for the youngins. All right, this is Julia Roberts again. She ain't really to me. I mean, she ain't bad looking, but you could tell she got heavy makeup job there. Right? That's you, you could tell that once that makeup comes off, she's very plain. Be plain. So this is her now, right? And she mad that people in there going in on her neck. Yeah. Hey man, welcome to social media, Julia. I mean, listen, I put myself out there, and people just talk shit on me all the time. You gotta take it, bro. You gotta take it. It's what it is. It is what it is. And she said that my feelings got hurt. So now she's going to say. I was so hurt that people couldn't see the point of it, the sweetness of it, the absolute shining joy of that photo. And I thought, God, what if I was 15? That's just devastating. And it really made me see all the things about hearts and clicks and likes. And you realize there is something neurological about this whole system it was fascinating to me and i think it taught me a lot about being a young person in today's society there it is and so that's her she's probably going to take on an initiative to curb like cyberbullying. now now that she's been the victim of it she's probably going to say boy you young girls have it bad out here and yes i like plain james that's why i like to meet a woman when she's as close to plain as possible so I know what I'm getting, right? I don't like them to be glammed up and then stripped all the way down. I like plain James. Like, I like to meet you plain. As plain as you possibly can be. Like, that's the best way to do it. That's the way I can judge you. I know what I'm getting into. Then I can say, oh, you, you're not too good looking plain. All right, or you're decent looking plain, and I'll accept it being a notch down. All right, okay, you're going to take off your mascara, right? Or you're going to take off your lipstick. Now I know what I'm dealing with. But she got hurt feelings, and now she's going to be out here pandering. But you can't blame. You can't blame everybody else. If you put your face out there, you just have to get. You're going to get hit. <laughs> you're going to get hit out here. It's a cold, cold, evil world out here. And it's an evil world. We live and in. Julia Roberts just figured it out. Anyway, that's Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Alright, alright, she wanna have it best of both worlds, do me a favor, hit that like button In the building, we back And we're going on and continuing with today's show By the way, we showed up a little bit late, I had to go to court But I'm out on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming Do me a favor, hit that like button
Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you know, dating a man down. who... This is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I could do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's go. We back, we back. Let me get to these super chats. Let me get to these super chats. We got our brother in here. JJ Frost says, my ex just, oh, I already got you, brother. He Damn, brother. Shout out to you. He says, uh, Cali West from Miami, go subscribe to his channel. I thought you had the day off, Ninja. He says, now I can tune in until I get off of work. These YouTubians better recognize, especially MTR Poor Man Podcast and Melanie Kang in the building. All right, they got called off, but ninjas, listen, I don't, I don't watch all they shit, so they might be doing, they might be, they might be big up at me. I have no idea. DG Seymour in here with the super chat and the sponsorship. Yeah. He says, CGA blessings. I have updated the audio on my end. Can you repeat the thing you like about women? I might do that later on in the show. Do y'all want me to do it now? All right, do y'all want me to do it now? I might do, never mind. I was going to give away something here, but I might do it this weekend. I might do it this weekend, but uh, I'll tell you one thing I love about women. I'll tell you one thing I love about women, and uh, I will forever love this. So, uh, ladies, listen up closely. Maybe I'll give you two. I'll give you two. But uh, By the way, and that's what I love. That's the first thing. I don't know, man. I'm just that type of dude. I'm just that type of guy. That's what I love. Shout out to MTR. He acknowledges me. Shout out to acknowledging me here. Acknowledge me. <laughs> all right, that's number one. That's all I need to know. My aunt says, everything you know is a lie and everything you see is an illusion. What you think you know, you don't know. And what you think you see, you don't see. That's called the matrix. That's called the matrix. That matrix is a hell of a thing, man. <laughs> All right. That matrix is a hell of a thing. And uh, this is why they call it the miseducation, miseducation of the Negro. Um, a lot of the things that I've learned in this life, I've had to learn either the hard way or on my, by myself. The hard way or by myself. Like, that's how you learn in life. And um, for the men, I'm going to tell you, and uh, this is a hard thing to acknowledge. Most of your early introduction to life is a lie. Like in the lies that are told to you are by the people you love the most. And if you think I'm lying, I teach people this. I want to teach you that this is why it's critical. And they don't mean no harm, but they're doing it in a way to protect you. But this is why when you become 
um, aware and awake, we call it, not woke. When you become awake and aware, then you can make better decisions. So then you can start to educate yourself. This is why people, when information is so valuable, you young people don't take it for granted information. We live in the, when they called the internet came correct, I mean, when the internet, when the internet became a thing, they called it the information, the information age, meaning that things that were hidden can no longer be hidden. Voices that were silent can no longer be silent. Truths that were lies can no longer be lies. So this was the danger of information. It has always been the, the danger. Information has always been danger, dangerous. In fact, the story of Adam and Eve says that the woman, Eve, in the story, did not have knowledge. They were without knowledge. And then once they became with knowledge, they became evil came around. The churches, the clergy, the governments always leaned on the fact that they can keep information away from you. And for right purposes or wrong, they don't want people to panic. They don't want people to be mistrusting. So people just accept the government, the media, and the clergy. So, and the parents. But as you age, you realize some of your parents are morons. Some of your relatives are morons. And you learned a lot uh, in your first 10 to 15 years from these morons. Not many in your family are intelligent. Not many of your family question things. Not many of your family are inquisitive. Some of them are straight up knuckle draggers and oxygen thieves. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. When you get to a certain age, you're going to realize most of the things that you were taught were flat out lies. Flat out lies. Yeah, knowledge is power. So uh, think about it. Your parents told you, most parents told you uh, in the uh, celebration of pagan paganism that there was a man coming down a chimney, chimney and you didn't even have a chimney. And your ass still remembered it. You still thought it. Um, that there was a tooth fairy. That there was a bunny laying eggs in your living room. I mean, that's, these are just the start. These are just the start of the things. Some of them, there's a guy in the sky looking at you, judging you, whether you've been naughty or nice all year long. Some of them said there was the boogie monster under your bed. <laughs> I mean, to keep you quiet. All right. I mean, there, there was just so many freaking lies. I used to tell my son, the undertaker coming to visit him. All right. And he'd be going crazy. The undertaker. I don't want to see the undertaker. So if you start thinking of all of these lies and you pile it up and then over and over again, you start revealing some truths and going, hmm, damn, look at all oh, shit. These are things that, these are just examples. And I have many, many examples that I'm going to publish in a book of, you know, they will tell you you were oppressed. And the police don't, I mean, all kind of shit. Ninjas ain't never been pulled over or you might have been pulled over two or three times in your life and you just dreading the police. <laughs> all of your fucking life. Ninja got pulled over all, all, only three times in your life. And you swear up and down the police after you. They ain't after you. They ain't worried about you. They're not worried about you. Most of you people don't know your rights at all. No civic rights, no civil rights, no court rights, no legal rights. You know no pertinent information, but you know shit like this that is useless information. I mean, I can go on and on. I can go on and on. Yep, they told you, your mother told you a different man was your daddy. I mean, Jesus. It's, it's a lot of things you were fed were lies to keep you to cooperate, to keep you silent, to keep you listening. Okay, okay. Your teachers told you lies after lies. Anyway, you guys got to understand that and be willing. Don't punish the people who told you lies. Most of them told you out of ignorance. 
Okay, this is why facts hurt people's feelings. Because once you start kicking facts, they go crazy, ape shit. So this is the whole thing, oh, oh, facts over feelings. Because when people start getting facts against lies or convenient truths, I mean, or not uh, uncomfortable lies, as they say, or no, uncomfortable truths and convenient lies. People get lied to so much that when you start hitting them with facts, they get dizzy. (laughs) They'd be like, what? Oh, no, because it requires you to create a new life. It requires you to create a new life. So you now have to make a life out of the information that you know. Some people go into depression. They're like, what do I do now, coach? What do you mean? And they just be like, oh, now what do I do? You have to create a new life. And with that new life you create is power. You're going to realize how powerful you are. And you're going to realize why people lie to you. is to keep you powerless. Now you become powerful. And you go, Ninja, I got my super suit on. Because I got the power. The power is in the truth. But it takes time and it takes investigation. Yes, indeed. Indeed. But that's where the power lies. I'm here to help, brothers. You'll just be like, now what? You'll be all right. Ninja, all these doom and gloom situations I give you and scenarios, you're still going to be okay. But most people are going to falter. They're going to not know where to go. (laughs) You're not going to where to go. Anyway, shout out to James Davis says, enjoying the show, coach. Thank you. We came back. We came back. Have you ever seen a person live like a true life and they don't give a fuck? Like, damn, how you don't give a fuck? You ever watch them? And every day they wake up and they don't give a fuck. They, and guys, it usually takes older men, but some younger men reach this and they reach a whole new level. But they live in a life and you like, you don't give a fuck, really? Just like, not really. <laughs> and you like, what is going on? I wish I had that courage and they're surviving. They're living the life you want to live. They doing the, they, they don't, they give a damn is busted. They live in a life. They doing it. And I'm like, Oh, you're spending all kind of money. I wouldn't have bought a car and they're doing it. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I bought the car. I'm going to enjoy the car for three, four, five years, turn it in, get my money back on my deposit and then bounce on. But you all of a sudden you're like, I can never do something like that. They're just living like that. And you can never see it. And you project your fears onto these people. You project your fears. You a $2 ninja, and you talking to a millionaire like he a $2 ninja. Oh, you're going to lose all that money. You're like, ninja, I got it in abundance. I can lose this money and still be me at the end of the day. It might hurt, but I can lose this money, and I can still be me. You ain't got the money, and you still can't be you. Uh You got to get that, but it takes time just to let you know. It takes time. Anyway, shout out to Hendrick says, I clapped the hell out of playing Jane Julia Roberts. I mean, who, who wouldn't clap? I would clap. <laughs> All right, but I don't judge women based on what I clap them or not. I judge women. Do I want to see in broad daylight after said clapping? All right, after I clap them cheeks, do I even want to kiss your lips? Because I be clapping cheeks and then I'll kiss the lips of a woman. And you know what happens? 
you know what happens because, you know, you've been dealing with all kind of sweet sauce and moisture. <laughs> you've been having all this moisture and lips and sloppy kisses and moisture around here. And she didn't drop that neck and she didn't swallow kids and you didn't dookie on her and all this stuff. Now, what happens is she tried to come up after the fact 10 minutes later and give you a sloppy kiss. You'd be like, oh, hell no. Nah. I don't want no moisture, not, not, nothing wet and sloppy, no more. She tried to tongue kiss you. With you. Hey, hey, hey. I just washed myself off in the sink. I'm dry right now. Don't, don't, don't touch or kiss me. I don't want nothing. Nah. And you know, why don't we go out and grab something to eat? No, no, no. <laughs> no. We don't need to be seen in public. No broad daylight now. There's nothing I'm getting from this. <laughs> right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm going to never forget that Vince McMahon story, by the way. I'm going to never forget that Vince McMahon story. Vince McMahon, you're an evil man. Vince McMahon, you're an evil man. It's an evil world we live you in. You out here dookie and old girls, man. This is crazy. And she took it, too. Like, I don't give a hell what's going on. Anyway, shout out to Wise L says, and I can't pronounce your last name. Coach, speaking of multiculturalism and assimilation, I was watching AFCON, and a lot of the players were mulatto. Mulatto. What is AFCON or AFCON? I don't even know what that is. It's Oh, oh okay, African Cups of Nation. It's a, it's a football tournament. And you're saying a lot of them were mulatto. Bugatti. I don't know what that is. Uh, what, what's going on? Why they mulatto over there? What's going on? Are white folks moving over there? Oh, South Africa? Y'all going to tell me where the light-skinned Africans are? Coach, there's light-skinned Africans. Where they at? <laughs> where they at? All right, so what's going on there, man? A lot of these nations have, what do you call it? I would say people are not really from there, but they play there. So maybe you got a person that's from... Europe, but they got family from this country and they might be, they might be playing. All right. They might be playing. That's what I'm assuming. But Mulatto's, Mulatto's going to take over in about 150 years. Mulatto's. Let's get back to the show. What y'all want to start with? What y'all want to start with? What's the next part of the show? Protect your time. Um, I suppose. I, uh, I suppose protect your time. Let's start with this woman right here. This woman's going to say, men need two pieces of peace from you. All right? Men need two pieces of peace from you. All right, let's see if I can pop this on the screen. I don't know who needs to hear this, but ladies, there are two pieces of peace that a man needs from you. Number one, he needs the peace that's inside of you. What is peace? Peace is a state of tranquility. It is a quietness. If you do not have this, you cannot offer this to a man. If you do not offer this to a man, he will not feel honored, loved, and respected. Okay, are you able to create a quietness in your relationship? Are you able to be quiet even when you're mad and upset? If you struggle with this, you have to intentionally start doing the work. The second piece of peace that he needs from you, he needs a piece of inside of you. Ladies, the man needs to have sex, especially my married women. Stop telling this man, though, you are not too tired to have sex. You are not too busy to have sex. You are not too mad to have sex. Sex is not a reward, and it cannot be withheld as a punishment. Sex is something he absolutely needs. Stop sending your man outside hungry. Feed him the nourishment that he needs, and I'm not just talking about food. And he needs both of these type of peas. He can't have 
too much sex and no peace. He can't have too much peace and no sex. He needs both. Let me read you two statistics that I've included oh. in my playbook to help you understand this that concept. Works. According to the AB News, ABC News study, people who frequently kiss and make love report lower stress levels and longer relationships. If you want your man to be less stressed out, kiss him. Make love to him. And lastly, love and physical attraction activate the same areas of the brain as drugs, according to Stanford University. You want your man to be addicted to you? Be attracted to him. Show him that. Show him love. Show him respect. Give him the peace that he needs. All right. She cooking. All right. She cook. She cook and she cute in the face. She probably thick in the waist too. She cooked. She's right. But is this woman exist? This woman don't exist. This woman is loud than a mother sucker. I mean, why she so loud with it? Okay, she coaching up the ladies. All right, but lady, do not come over there with that aggressive ass talk. All right, I'm the only one that's being aggressive over here. You need to come in and look at me with that. All right, you may speak shit going on here. All right, she cooked. I knew she was going to say a piece of peace leave because I was about to say, all right, I do need some peace from a woman and I do need a piece of peace leave. So she's right. And she scolded the married women who don't understand that they can't leverage vagina anymore. I'm going to leverage my vagina. Not when you're married. Can't leverage vagina. (laughs) Right. That's like the man leveraging his finances. He can't really do it legally. But she's right. She's right. She brought some statistics, starts, charts, and quasars, and moons and stars. All right. But she's right. That's basic stuff that I've been saying about married women. But if you marry a woman that doesn't understand that, good luck. Good luck. I once went on a date with a woman. I once went on a date and she was, I think she was like a Russian. A German, I can't remember where she was like, I think she was Russian. And um, a Natasha. And uh, we went out to a sushi place that I took all my hoes. I used to take all my Tinder dates to this same place or Bumble dates. And I even hit her with the, hey, we met on Bumble, right? And she was like, no Tinder. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and she looked at me weird. She was like, I was like, I have no, I don't even remember. What's your name again? What is even your name? I don't even know. Anastasia, Sashka, what's your name? (laughs) When I, when I do, if I ever get into the mode of dating and even at the JUCO, I don't even know their names when I meet them. I don't know their name. I barely remember what they look like. I don't even know where I met them on. Who, where did I meet you on Bumble? I thought it was Tinder. And tell me your name again. By the way, the dating co- the dating coaches call that, the PUAs call that negging. That's negging. You're basically removing the importance. If, if you were at our show yesterday, I described this. It's a way to neg them. Tatiana. <laughs> yeah, Tatiana. So uh, but all I know is where I'm going to meet you and what time. That's all the information I got. And that's all the expectations I have either. I don't even have any expectations from this. The point of the story is. The point of the story is, um, the point of the story is I want, she once asked me, (laughs) she once asked me, she says, what are you looking for in a relationship? And I said, peace. She looked at me like, now I got to cut you. She looked at me like I was crazy. She said, what? I was like, peace. Anybody that I will be in a relationship with would bring me peace. (laughs) she was floored. She looked at me like, that's just not possible. She was disgusted. What do you mean, peace? What do you mean by that? 
she was done. And I was like, well, it looks like you're disqualified. Mm. <laughs> looks like you're not bringing peace. And just the insinuation of a woman bringing you peace, she was disgusted. She had no answer to it. She was like, what do you expect? You expect peace in a relationship? I never, I would never. <laughs> that was, and that's guys, you, you want to use that. And of course, you got to have an abundance mindset. You want to use that. Use that on a woman and see what she does. She wanted to just delete me with an ice pick at that point. Now I got to cut you. Tatiana Sashka wanted to poke my eyes out with an ice pick. She was about to turn into a full babushka barbarian. She could not stand it. She was pissed. I said, peace. She couldn't handle it. <laughs> it was like, that's not going to happen. What else do you want? You can eliminate a dollar women by asking, uh, answering peace. Uh, there is another clip of a woman here that is going to talk about, where's the clip? Talk about that. I had it out of order. Where's my order at? Uh, this woman here, I guess this is the woman that I wanted to play right here. Value your time. And this is a follow-up to the previous woman that talked about bringing peace in a piece of peace leave. Now, listen, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but I'm going to have to be the one to do it. Um, if you're a man out there who thinks that women aren't very sexual or women don't like sex, it's because they don't like sex with you. Um, oh. It's because you're not very good at it. Oh. Women love sex. They have ex extremely high sex drives. More than men. I've never met a man with a higher sex drive than me. It's because they don't want to have sex with you. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Oh. And that's you. These Australian women getting crazy out here. I didn't know these Australian women was 304s like that. But by the way, we showed you the highest body counts in women. And Australian women were up there. They be out here in these freaking streets. All right, 2.0K 2 .2 K watching me simultaneously simultaneously between the, the other channels, both channels reporting in 2K. Um, I've been trying to tell you guys in relationships, if I know another Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. I mean, what do you want me to do over here, mate? They going crazy, mate. All right, but um, another one, these Aussies are freaks. They nasty, the freaks of the industry. But I've been trying to tell you guys for a long time, if you're in a sexless marriage, she wants to have sex, but just not with you. Even if she's fat and ugly and old. She wants it, but she doesn't want it for you. But she's using you for other purposes. This is why a woman can stay longer in a sexless marriage. Men stay longer because they have no other options. They don't have abundance. And because she's lost respect for you, and she knows your ability in bed, this is the old you ain't hitting it right, which I think is not fair for most men, because they make that about the final decision of the relationship. She left you because you weren't hitting it right. That's not true. But she did clam up on you and close them legs because you're predictable in bed. And let's just be honest. Men are lazy love. We're lazy lovers. We're lazy lovers. Like, um, you know, women want to get revved up and get their oil, you know, running through their body and get wet. And have anticipation, get flirty, you know what I mean? Build up, go out for dinner in the trip, get fed, get a belly full of food, drink all the drink. 
They want to get revved up. It take them 20, 30 minutes to get going. You know what I mean? They are old Greg the Hammer Valentine wrestler where it took him like 20 minutes to get into the match. You know what I mean? And then he finally got his, his joints lubricated and he was ready to go. Women want to get revved up. And men, all we need you to do is part your legs. That's it. All we need you to do is that's all you need. Just open up right there. Open up right there. Mm-hmm. Just like that. All right, hold up for a second. That's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> all right, they just like to get, y'all like to flirt and get revved up. Y'all like, I got to get revved up. Okay, you get older, especially, <laughs> especially, yeah, they like the pregame and have an event and anticipation and, sh- and and champagne and all that shit. I don't need all that. When you, especially when you marry, I don't need all that. Just, all right, right there. Take the shirts off. <laughs> all right, anyway, that's it. Sometimes it's better for you to get revved up, but no, no. We ain't trying to do all that. So some of y'all lazy lovers. She just lay it on her side. You be like, good, stay right there. Don't do nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't breathe. You would take it right there. You would take the in-house peace leave. Just like that. You don't need no flirt. You don't need 20 hours of French kissing. You don't need to suck on her titty for five minutes. Mm -mm. (laughs) All right, anyway. That's how most men got it. That's how, especially married men. Right there, right to it, right to it. Anyway, uh, but what typically happens is, and I know there's a lot of guys that never been married before. They never had no in-house punani, right? Y'all never had no in-house punani. Y'all never had no punani just laying in your bed. All right, y'all be like, not me, coach. I take my time with it because you don't normally have a woman in your bed. So you take your time. You're like, Wow. I'm going to take my time petting, heavy petting, kissing, necking. <laughs> when you've been married and had women in your bed before and you be like, just pull up real quick, 830, come right upstairs. Let's go. Grab her by her nape or her neck. Right up the stairs you go. She goes right up the stairs. She's like, I like this, daddy. Like him, yeah, daddy. Right there. Throw it right in the bed. Here we go. Let's go. Take them clothes off. Here you go. Right there. You trying to ninjas that never have no in-house peace leave. You like all right, here we go. Take it off slowly, honey. All right, give me a little strip tease. All right, twerk a little bit. All right, yeah, I like that. All right, let me smack you. Okay, good. All right, slowly, honey, slowly, dear. You take off the shirt. You're like, oh, boy. <laughs> All right. But when you got some in-house snoo snoo, she could be laying there like a kitty with her, ta- her tail wagging. You'd be like, all right, just like that. Let's go. Some of these ninjas that never had in-house peace lead, they want to light candles, you know what I mean? Set the mood right. Put on your red dress and slip on your high heels. And it's just like we making good love, all right? But when you have some in-house punani, she's sitting there with her booty shorts, her feet out. She's sitting there with her bonnet and her head in the updo. you like, just, just right there, I'm going to be in and out. In and out. <laughs> he said, lift that leg up right here. 4 a.m. Let me get this real quick. 
Let me get it real quick. I can tell the dudes that ain't never had no woman live with them before. Ninjas want to take their time. All right, Ninja. When you got a woman laying in, you coming home from work, you like, boy, I had a long day. Oh, there's some in-house peace leave. Lay right there. Right there. Hold up for a second. Let me get this real quick in a 15-minute nap. You ain't trying to make no salmon. Baby, let's do something here. Putting on your apron with your, with your collar shirt, spraying on some new cologne. I'm going to cook for you. All right, let me set the tone with some Tevin Campbell. All right, look at I'm making salmon for you and broccoli, and we got brown rice, and I'm cutting up bell peppers, and look at the garnish. Ninja pouring glasses of wine. All right, here we go. And the woman just laying there. You could have just went in there and finished up. <laughs> oh, that's a waste of time, man. Let me get right there. Let me get that real quick. Let me get that real quick. You got to protect your time. Take your time. And that's what she's saying right here. She's saying this right here. Because a lot of guys are predictable. <laughs> oh, man. He says, you got my son laughing more than me. You just try to get that real quick. But what happens is, the more you do that, the more you're going to dry her up like the Sahara Desert. Let's just be honest. The more you do this to your in-house peace leave, the more you're going to dry her up. She's going to be like, oh, God. He don't care about me. He doesn't finish me off. Because you got to get her revved up. This is why men love, this is why women love flirting. Women love to flirt. You ever flirt with a woman and you flirting, you like, ooh, I'm putting my Mac on on her. I got her, ooh, I got her purring. I know she leaking right now. I could take her right home right now. And you spend all day, again, protecting your time. You at the bar, the nightclub, the restaurant. You didn't send her a drink. You didn't hit her with the, in the tip of the hat. She comes on over. She waves you over. She gives you the wink to come hither stairs. She just come have a seat. You come over, pull up. Yeah, baby. So, um, you know what I mean? I've been watching you, watching me, watching you. Uh-huh. And I know I'm feeling you, baby. Mm, you smell good. What is that right there? Chanel number five. A man, a good man knows the good scent of a cologne. Mm, some beautiful perfume. That's not perfume. That's perfume. Chanel number five. What a wise lady. You be you well taken care of. Mm-hmm. You need another drink? Indeed. From around here? Mm-hmm. I live very close to this bar. As a matter of fact, it's walking distance. Mm-hmm. The things that I'm going to do to you. You like ice cubes on your nipples? I know you do. Mm-hmm. I got you, baby. I got you all covered. I do that. I like, I like thighs as earmuffs. I like thighs as earmuffs. Yeah, just wait. Just wait till I put it on you. What I'm going to do when I go with you? What I'm going to do when I go home? What I'm going to do? I'm going to do all the things your man don't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she leaking. She just leaking. She ready to go. She purring. She blushing. She just, she giving you that. She leaning in. She touching you and touching your shoulders and your arms. You're like, mm, I got her. I'm going to take her home. She do all that flirting. <laughs> she creaming. She got to go into the bathroom and tamp with some toilet paper. She like, boy, this boy got me revving. And she will go home by herself. Mm. After all that, you going home and you getting out toilet paper and toilet tissue. That's what you getting in a lotion bottle. Because you going home with blue balls. You're getting nothing. See, 
The point is women can flirt and go home and not have to give up the sex because they know once they give up the sex, the flirting is over. You're going to now drop the bar. They can go home and touch themselves and be good. Now, they wanted you, but they know it's too much to give up. So they want to keep you on the hook. I like when you flirt with me. So the next time you see her, you got to do all that flirting shit again. You got to start off with square one. Mm. Oh, Chanel number five. And what do you do? Now you rushing it. Mm, Chanel number five. Oh, I like your hair. Mm -hmm, let's come upstairs. I like that, Emma. And now you're trying to rush her. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. Hold on for a second. Give me that flirt that you was giving me. Tell me all that shit. Whisper in my ear. But you're trying to rush her now because you're trying to get to the end. But you didn't set the bar of all this revving her up and getting her a certain type of way. Now she got the time shit. Now she got the time. The time factor. She liked that you like to waste time and tell her all this shit and cook salmon and pour bottles of wine and open up wine. She got you on the hook. And you starving. She got your ass. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Right? She's like, hold on. Slow down there, sir. Give me some of that flirt. But men flirt to get sex. Men, women flirt to get revved up and then to keep you on the hook. Keep you on the hook. I, she likes that because most guys don't do that. They just to say, get, come here, grab the ankles, let's go. But you're giving her all that attention and energy and time, sometimes the money, and you, <laughs> and then you then waste your time. So when you get into relationships, it's similar. You were doing all of that to rev her up, and now you're not revving her up anymore. And then she can predictably predict everything you're going to do in that bedroom. Everything you're going to do in that bedroom, she can predict. You're going to kiss for about 30 seconds, then you're going to get on the neck, then you're going to get on her collarbone and shoulder, then you're going to get on the titties, then you're going to get right there, you're going to go right in there, five-stroke special, roar, flip over, and go to sleep. And it's all going to be done in three minutes and 45 seconds. And then she then detaches from you. She don't want no sex from you no more. This is what she's describing. <laughs> this is what she's describing. So even the, even the whole thing about the whole rough sex, I'm going to pound it out. Most women don't want that on the regular. They do want it. But if you just got in there and just start pushing and shoving, She's going to be like, now she a freak a leak. It is what it is. But men flirt to get sex immediately. We're not flirting the, just to flirt. I love to flirt with women. No, we're flirting to get it. They're flirting to keep you on the hook. To get more of that flirting, to get more of that feeling that you're giving her, the butterflies, the excitement. And she can go home after a whole bunch of flirting. She can go home, dude. She can flirt with you, go home and say, well, I don't give my number to guys at bars. And go home and you have, you have at that bar and restaurant not talked to any other women. Because the whole night you thought, just like I criticized PUAs and guys that run game and Riz, when they're cold approaching, they think this is getting somewhere. And they're like, I got her purring. I got her recognizing. I recognize the IUIs. I recognize her. I got her fiending. I got her like silly putty. But I'm like, you didn't get nothing. You just basically about to waste time because you could have been over here with a woman that would have to make the best, best use of your time. This woman cornered your time. 
You thought you were doing something, and she had walked off. I don't take. I don't talk to guys at bars. Thank you though. Thank you for the drinks and the conversation. I'm going home to screw Chad. I'm going to home to screw Dontavious and Glocktavious. I'm going home, and she'll go home, and you got her all warmed up for another ninja. She call him up. Come through. I'm at the crib. I just pulled up, and then that ninja come in there. She wetted in the Niagara Falls, and. With no work. And you got her revved up for somebody else. (laughs) And also, this works with long-distance relationships. Same thing. This is why I think long-distance relationships are dumb. Because all of that flirting and Skyping and FaceTiming and all of that shit and what you going to do to me next. And I'm going to do this to you next. Soon as you hang up, click. You got her warmed up and revved up. She got to finish it off. She called Glocktavius up. Glocktavius come over. And you at home clutching your pillow like, oh boy, I really got her worked up. Now you got to get toilet tissue out. And you got to get, uh, now you got to get tissue out. <laughs> All right. Yo, you got her revved up for another ninja to come top her ass off. Sometimes married women do this. They go out, girls nights out. They do all that flirting. And then you got her revved up. She go home. Soon she get home to her husband. Take me now. This ninja wake up. What? <laughs> Y'all got to have you now. She jump on top of her husband. 100%. Mm. That's why flirting with women, is. I'm not that guy. I'm not that dude. All right. I'm not, I'm not going to waste a bunch of time. I've lived and learned that you're flirting to get her revved up for somebody else more than likely. More than likely. Women, and she's right, women do love sex just as much as men, if not more. That's why they cheat more. That's why they are in and out of relationships more, because they leave with the sex. Then they learn to withhold the sex. Then they learn to bargain with the sex to get what they want. Then it fails and then rinse and repeat. <laughs> I'm giving y'all the real game out here. I'm giving y'all the real game. So you guys that say you got the mouthpiece, most of the time you don't end off with nothing, but you think you did something. You got her revved up for another ninja. She coming home to me like, mm, daddy, uh, you got a couple other, you got some money to fix that bind? She coming home to me. <laughs> Let's get, oh, by, speaking of running game, this guy right here, this regular average dude, not Glocktavius, not Don Travius right here. This guy says, I don't want to talk to girls at bars. And look how they treat him. It's not this guy. It's going to be another guy. Your mom, like, come at you for... What, not talking to girls? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She, like, begs me to go out every weekend and, like, talk to girls. And I'm like, I'm not. Wait, so what's gonna... the... Give me yeah. the... Give me the... Psycho- what's the... What do you... I... It, it doesn't interest me. Wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> I thought There's it was a word for that. I thought Jake. it was... No, but it's, it's like... <laughs> my whole thing is, like, I don't... I have no interest in, like, putting in all that effort to, like, go talk to girls. If, if a girl comes up to me, I'll talk to a girl. Is it easier to talk to a guy? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Wait, time out, because I thought he was Pause. joking. No, no, you're not gay. No, I'm not gay. And I, I, there's nothing wrong with me, like for real. Right. No, I know. Yeah, no, I'm no, but I'm not. You're, you're not interested in talking to girls. If the if it's a if it's a, a moment arises where a woman is around me and she strikes up a conversation, I'll talk to a girl. I have no problem with that. But I'm not going to go out with the soul like a Nikki Smokes, for example. Not to. You're not motivated by picking up. Correct. I never go happens, to a bar with happens. the intention of going yeah. home with a woman. Your guy's yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 I like to go out with my boys, have a good time. We're just trying to do you. Gamble on sports and drink a yeah. couple beers and go home. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Find women to be very exhausting. So you don't you don't get like. <laughs> so so as you can see, he's basically saying the same thing I'm saying. He looks at it at an energy, attention, and time. He's like, what's the point? Now some guys will never get there. They think they're out. Well, I'm running games still, so it, it's working. And I'm like, he's he's the opposite. He's like, nah. They got to come to me. If, if she's sitting there, warm lead, hot referral, if she's there and we pop off, that's one thing. Okay. But he's like, other than that, I'm not going out for the sole interest of talking to women. Now, a lot of guys can't understand this. And they're still talking about game and riz and, and, and play your shit. But then the guys that don't understand this say, well, what are, what are you, gay? <laughs> I'm not gay. I just find women exhausting, and I understand that 100%. Women are exhausting. Women are exhausting. Most of the time, you are not getting anything. They're getting everything, money, energy, attention, and or time. They're getting any, even if you just talk to them, they're getting something out of it. You're, get, you're trying to get something. And then if it doesn't work, you'd be like, okay, bitch, all right, I'm out. And then you go to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And you're going to realize over time that it's going to be an L. You're going to wake up at some point and say, what was I doing all this shit for? I always tell you this story. And this guy's right here, warmly hot referral. Otherwise, I'm going to go out and enjoy my time. If I go to a good place to eat, I'm going to take myself out to eat. I'm not going to go to a place to eat and take a woman out, right? The, guys, the only time you guys go out to night, nice shit is when you're trying to take a woman with you. I tell you the opposite. Learn to treat yourself nice. Go out to nice shit. So that if you do schedule a date with a woman and you say, hey, I'm going out to a nice place to eat. Join me. And she says, okay. And she flakes. I still was going to eat dinner there. And it's now cheaper. But you guys go out to nice places because of, you're taking a woman. And then you're mad when she doesn't appreciate it. She doesn't show up. She flakes. And you're like, I came out and I set this nice shit up because of you. No, I go to treat myself nice and she can join me. It's a different mindset. I'm used to treating myself nice. She can be a part of it. If she doesn't become a part of it, it's not a big deal because I was doing that anyway. So you guys are putting the woman as the focal point. This guy is putting himself at the focal point. My enjoyment, my entertainment, my energy, my time, my money. This is about me. This isn't about her. You see the difference? It's a major, major difference. And people will argue and not understand it. They're like, what? They're like, but, but you don't like women? No, I like women. <laughs> I just is not going to make them the focal point of my enjoyment. I'm going to enjoy them if they want to be a part of me, but they're not a part of me. I don't need to enjoy them, right? It's, it's a mind flip. It's a mind flip. You guys are mad that the women don't, you set up an outing. I, I'm going to go on this outing because this woman is going to come. I go on the outing and invite the woman to come out to the outing because I was going to do it anyway. I'm going to the gun range. I'm going to Top Golf because I want to go to Top Golf. Not because she's going to go, not, not because she's coming. I'm going because that's what I'm going to do. So that if it doesn't work with her, I still enjoyed what I was going to do. I didn't just do it for her. So it's a mind flip. This, this guy right here is explaining this. He doesn't know how to explain it. So then people say, what, 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 what are you, gay? No. No, no, no. Because I'm protecting my time, my energy. And the reality is women are exhausting. I'm going to tell you this funny story. 
Funny story. Funny story. Um, <laughs> me and my boy, I, I told this story before, but it was a guy I played high school football with. Uh, we linked back up on Facebook and he was like, Hey, I haven't seen you in a long time. Let's kick it because my kids now live in orange County. And, um, because of a divorce, my kids moved away from me, but I'm there every weekend. So he was like, we could just hang out. And so he was like, and I was like, yeah, cool. And then we could, you know, we were sharing custody stories and divorce stories and, and our stories were kind of similar and we weren't good friends. even at high school, we knew each other, but we weren't even good friends in high school. But because we saw our, our stories became similar, we decided to hang out. So we go down to a place in Laguna. It's a bar slash nightclub um, in Laguna Beach. It's a popular place right on the Laguna Beach area. We go there and we sit down and we just vibing. It's a bar and it turns into a nightclub. It's a dance floor there. A whole bunch of uh, girl night out girls and divorcees and old soccer moms dancing away from their wife, uh, their husband. But we're just chilling. We're chilling, shooting the shit, catching up. And there's a guy sitting next to us. And he was starving. Now, remember, we just chilling. We, not, we didn't go out to try to hunt down women. We didn't do that. We just ended up saying, oh, that'd be a cool place to go. So we're just talking and catching up. And this ninja was so starving that we both was looking at him like, what the fuck's wrong with him? And he was the typical guy. He was like, damn, look at all of these hot girls out here. It was a ninja. You know it was a ninja. Yeah, that brother's starving. So he just like, damn, oh, man, oh, look, oh, he just, everybody that walks up, me and him, we just chilling. Me and my homeboy just chilling. And he just like, damn, oh, man, what you going to do? So he runs up. He doing all this dancing, dancing on divorcees, dancing on women. You can obviously see, I'm like, them girls at girls' nights out. Them girls, you ain't getting nothing from her. He talking over here. He come back sweating. Oh, man. Oh, man. And we just chilling. He go back out there. Jason, oh, shit. Oh, he, he out there just, he out there. He come back just dripping sweat, wasting all this time and energy. Wouldn't you know, wouldn't you know, he was sitting there. Two women bought us drinks, me and my homeboy. Two women bought us drinks. We was just sitting there chilling. And they came over to talk to us, not to his goofy ass. The whole time he out there simping and me and my homeboy just chilling. And two women came over and was like, hey, how y'all doing? And they bought us drinks. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, you extra holla monster. I was like, you doing too much, fam. It don't take all that. But a lot of times, you know, younger guys, holla monster ass ninjas, run game ass ninjas. They think if they work harder at it, it's going to come. But women choose. Women see who what your vibe is. And if your vibe is just doing too much, that's how they're going to see you. They're going to wait. They're going to wait for you to come to them and then reject your ass. Then you end up picking the wrong women. And I'm like, you picking women that nothing's going to happen. But when you're just chill. And you ain't extra thirsty and starving at Holla Monster. For some reason, women find that a little bit. They're going to ignore him, and they're going to go over to the dudes that are just acting like you've been there. And there's something about this. Act like you've been there. Act like you've been there. Don't act like you just out of control. Now, nothing happened with these women, nor did we anticipate anything happening, and nor that we needed anything to happen. 
However, we went to another place and then we did get a woman, just the same guy. We went to another bar and same night we were chilling and a woman, a Latina woman, this is a long ass story. A Latina woman came up to me and she came up to me close and she was like purring. And I was like, you know, women don't do that to me. So I don't expect women to come up to me like this. But she coming up next to me. She's standing next to me. She purring. She holding my hand. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I look over, and I know that woman was with a guy. She was with a white guy. So this woman was in her mid-30s. The guy she was with was in his 50s. White guy. I look over at my homeboy. He's like six foot three, And I look way up at his ass like, and I'm looking like, damn. A few minutes later, she moves around to my homeboy, white dude, tall white dude, moves over to him, purring on him, purring. And I was like, what? I was like, what in the hell going on? So then the white guy, the older white guy comes over and she was like, my girlfriend is into you guys. Do you have a place for us to go? Now, this is Newport Beach, Corona Del Mar, the quiet woman. Anybody knows you're going to get you're going to get old. You're going to get women over there. And so we're like, what? She was like, she, she's like, if you, the guy was like, if you guys have a place to go, you can have your way with her. Some Vince McMahon shit. And so we're like, holy shit. He's like, whoa. And so we had swingers and there's a lot of swingers in this area. So we got swinger shit going on and um, they had an open relationship. And he was like, if y'all have a place to go. So me and my whole boy look, he said, I got a, he got, I got a place at the Fairmont hotel. Anybody know the Fairmont in Newport Beach? He was like, well, let's go. We take her back there. I was like, I'm first. <laughs> but that's how swingers work. It's a place where there's most of the time you're going to find swingers there. So it is it's stuff like that that I tell you. When I don't put out a lot of effort, I don't put out a lot of effort, women tend to come. When I put out a lot of effort, I tend to have to validate and verify myself to women. It's wild as hell, but yes. There was that going on. It was wild as hell, but there was no effort. I didn't try to talk to women, and all of a sudden, when you just there kicking it and chilling, it seems to be that way. And yeah, that ninja was watching in the corner. Wild as hell. Should be wild. I said, I'm going first, ninja. <laughs> That's my always my word when I do that. I always say I'm going first. That's going to be an automatic. Anyway. Somebody said, easy coach, that bitch might have popped up and said you took it. Ninja. <laughs> These are swingers. They don't do shit like that. Anyway. I always, my, I always say I'm going first. Anyway. I'm never going second or last. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yo. Watching. Stuff is crazy. And it ain't easy thing to do. Somebody, yes, you can't get stage fright. Shout out to, uh, let's see here. Oh, I'm still on this guy right here. Pause. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. All right, so there we go right there. He says, not wanting to talk to girls at the bar. Oh, by the way, some dudes, some dudes are scared of women, right? So there's that. So men will say, you just scared of talking to women. I'm going to just tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Most men that make an effort to talk to women are a, they're wasting time. You guys are wasting a lot of time. 
I cannot say it any better than this. I know it feels good, and you might be learning. You're certainly learning who to talk to, who to not talk to, who's a waste of time. So I always encourage men that are 25 and under, if you want to do any type of pickup or game or riz, that's the time to do it. Once you get past 25, you need to start growing up and realizing that, you know, you better have a lot of money and a lot of things that you're willing to lose in order to waste the amount of time you're going to be talking to women. You should have learned everything you needed to learn before that. If you're an old 50-year-old nigga and you're trying to convince me to run game and game is the best, you stupid. I mean, it's stupid. It's, it's a waste of time. It's a tremendous waste of time and energy. All right, but I have old dudes be like, Coach, man, I, I run game. I run I run Neil Strauss game, and it works for me. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, you obviously were a goofy when you were young. You were super goofy, and now you are 51, and you're now trying to figure out how to talk to women. Okay, but it ain't for me. I've been there, done that. It ain't for me. Young dudes, yes, it's good to learn. After that, it's a tremendous waste of time. <laughs> tremendous. All right, protect your time. Speaking of, this is another example of protect your time. And this is a woman who is um, talking about relationship time. Listen to this. This is another example. This is another example. Is if I spend one. Let me play it again. Let me turn it up. She says, girl math. Now, protect your relationship time. Listen to this. Girl math is if I spend one whole day with you. That does not equate to one whole day. Like, I miss you. Let's do another one and another one and another one. Ha, 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 again. Now, three full whole days with my man is technically one day. So three days equates to one day. So, of course, I miss you after one day hanging out. I don't count. Like, come on. So, with that being said, three full days, one day. One day. No. I miss you. Shout out to Herb with the sound box. And yes, I would fold. All right, I'm just letting you know. All right, I would fold that little piece of chocolate. But uh, here's an example of what she's leveraging and what you're getting. And she's trying to tell you that she misses you. I want to see you. But if she comes to see you and she does not get what she believes is a good return of investment, meaning that you're spending time with her, Whatever you do with her, she's going to feel like she's getting an L. So she got her hair done. She done pressed her hair out. She done put her makeup on. And then I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. I want to see you. I want to spend some time. And she comes over within the first hour. If you have sex with her and she doesn't get that time where she's spending and you send her home. No, I don't want you to spend the night. She's going to feel like she's losing. Thus, when she misses you and she's pressing, she's saying three days equals one day. Now, this is time tricking, and this is these people are going to be time sucks, energy vampires, and all that. Now, I'm not saying she's wrong for feeling that way, but she's also misleading you and saying, I miss you. I want to see you. Men here, I want to fornicate with you. I can't wait to see you to have sex. She doesn't mean that. I need time value. I need quality time. I need to go to dinner. I need to hang out with you in order to feel like that I got a full day from you. So an afternoon is not enough. Uh, an evening is not enough. Not, she wants to be able to sleep with you or come in that evening, spend the night, wake up to you for breakfast and shit like that. 
This is time tricking. And you will feel like, well, what's the problem, coach? Well, listen, there's really no problem as long as you know that that's what she's admitting this to you. Three full days equals one day. I want to spend Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Baby, I don't have all that. I don't have all that. And nor do I want all that. But this is a time whore. Yes, this, I, we have this now. This is a time whore. She's leveraging your time. She's spending your time. And she's saying, oh, I'm going to do anything you want. I just don't want to be in and out. I just don't want an hour. So I miss you, but you owe me three days for one. Yeah, hell no. This is a trap. This is a trap. You have to be very vigilant to not fall for this trap. This is the penis fly trap trap. Because you have to make sure that you're telling her this is not how it's going to be done. This is the only way she knows how to do this. And you have to hold the line. If you don't, she'll just evade your time. And then you're going to end up frustrating. Because she's giving nothing back. Like, in, in, in my opinion, what is she giving back to you? I got a hard question, ladies. Look at this. One day equals zero days spent. What? What is the return and investment of my time? What do I get back? There's very few women that give anything of value back. You're not getting much back. Most of the time, you're going to end up, yeah, she'll get, her, she'll get pregnant on you or she'll get comfortable. She'll move in. She'll spend the second night with you. You got to really have a start time, end time. Okay, 8.30, and I'm going to be in bed and sleep by 10. Okay, that's what it's going to be. Uh, I'll wait till you have more time. Some women will say that. No, nah, that's not enough. Okay. Maybe on Friday, maybe on Saturday. I, and then they'll say, I know you don't work on Saturday. How about I come over on Saturday afternoon and then I leave Sunday night? No, fuck all that. <laughs> uh, how about I give you this 350 and you get out of here when I tell you to leave? How about that? How about I give you 350 bucks and you leave? Or how about you just leave? Now, if you just kick them out, just know after a while, they can turn very, very vicious like a rabbit wolverine. You don't know what you're going to get. If you kick them out too many times after sex, you asking for something. You asking for some bullshit. So just know that's basically like a boiling pot of, hot, uh, of water. Yeah, you might get away with it three or four times, but the fifth time you do it, ninja, it's going to spill over if you ain't paying attention. And some bullshit is coming your way. In my opinion. But for me, I just see this as a time suck, a wasted opportunity, the law of diminishing returns, and this is an invasion of my time because there's not much giving back to me. There's really not much get. And you're going to be arguing and talking about shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> you're going to be talking about shit that don't matter, nothing adding value to you, distracting you. Look at this post on Instagram. Does Nia Long still have it? You don't like older women? Why you don't like older women? How come you don't like to do this? How come we ain't eating? What do you want to eat? Okay, I'm eating this. I don't feel like that. I wish we were doing something fun. <laughs> uh, nah, 350, go shopping. How about you go shopping right now? My math is if I spend one whole day with you, that does not equate to one whole day. Like, I miss you. Let's do another one. And I yeah. 
I miss you. And let's do another one and another one. Let's do another one and another one and And another one. Listen to this, guys. I miss you. Let's do another one and another one and another one. Yep. Watching movies, watching rom-com, making popcorn. You know, this is all great. I've been there, done that. There's not a lot of value. I miss you. But that's like a positive sandwich there. I miss you. Isn't that fun? I miss you. I really like you. However, to one whole day, like I miss you. Let's do another one and another one and another one. Oh, boy, this sounds like a crazy woman to me. I'm out of here, brother. I'm out. (laughs) Anytime I hear that, that's just money. That's just money going out the window. Time being sucked away from me. I'm getting my balls empty, maybe. And another one, another one. (laughs) Oh, no. No, thank you, ma'am. This is a bad deal to me. Ha ha again. Now, three. F- <laughs> she said it like a kid. She said it like a chick, like a kid. Ooh, another one and another one and another one. Ha 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 again. Again, daddy, again, again. I'm having fun. Let's go on again. Let's do it again and again. No, thank you. Nope. No, thank you. Because all this fun is just racking up. Racking up. Hitting my bank account. Now. Three full whole days with my man is technically one day. Hell no. Time tricking. No way. That math is horrible math. Ladies, are you listening to me? That is a horrible proposition. I can't think of anything worse to do than what you just offered. That is terrible. And again, and another one, another one, again. Isn't this fun? Have you ever heard these last thing on this one? It sounds like a circus, yeah. It sounds like a, it, it sounds like a used car salesman. <laughs> like, that's the worst deal. You think that's a good deal? I once had a lady. Story time. Because a lot of ninjas think, you know, oh, ninja, you can't get no girl. Anyway, I had this one chick. Told these stories before. I, I, I know Sunday there's a, there's a WWE wrestling event coming on. It was either SummerSlam or WrestleMania. It was either one of them. It was like, you don't pay attention until these two events. These are the two biggest events. And what happened was I was seeing this girl. I used to call her Miss Monday Night because that's the only time I would see her. We always had a Monday night appointment. But she wanted to come see me on a Sunday. And I was like, nah, I, I'm doing something. Never tell them what you're doing. But sometimes you miss up. She's like, well, what are you doing? I was like, I got this event that I'm watching. It's a pay-per-view event. I watch it every year. And I'm watching it in the silence. Meaning you're not invited. She's like, that's dumb. Why do you want to watch something like that? Again, she basically minimizes something important to you to put her importance ahead of that. That's dumb. That's weak. I'm certainly more entertaining than that. I was like, this is important to me. I watch it every year, and I don't want a distraction. You're not invited. But you're saying I'm not fun? I can have more fun than that. Are you saying I'm not exciting? This is her. And I'm like, (laughs) ma'am, I do this all the time. You have your date on Monday. Stop encroaching. And no, you're really not fun. So what you're going to do is on my import, yeah, your little show, your little fake wrestling. So then they minimize and they make fun of you to then put themselves in a better position. I'm certainly more fun than that. I could do something. And so while you watching Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, she want to say, let's go upstairs. Let's go upstairs and let me suck you off. Distracting you for something you wanted to do. 
Most men fall for it. Okay. <laughs> you mean you're going to have sex with me four times? Now, the only reason why she's going to do this is because you're doing something more important than her. So she's going to come over and then she's going to make herself available. Have me whenever you want. You can have me in the middle of your wrestling matches. You can do whatever you want because you're doing something you want to do. So she got to come over and bust that shit up and act like she's more important than what you're doing. I'm funner than that. And she literally asked me, what, you don't think I'm fun? And I said, no, you're not. (laughs) Yep, now I got to hurt your feelings. Now I have to hurt your feelings. First of all, you're not fun. Second of all, on Monday night, I get to slide in at 7.30 and leave at 9. But on Sunday, you want to just come over here and waste my time. You're not fun. You're fun when I'm hitting them guts, but after that, you're not fun. You're annoying. So now I got to hurt your feelings and come out from deep, deep, deep down here with the baseball bat and pow and tell you and hurt your feelings that no, you're not fun. Leave me alone. Go somewhere. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Really, the more time you spend with women, the less you get back from it. And this is in general. We're talking about marriage and relationships. This is different. It's slightly different. But the law of diminishing returns requires you to protect your time. This is very, very specific teaching. And I'm giving you very, very specific examples that you can apply to your own life. The law of diminishing returns. The more time you spend with the woman, the less you're going to get from it. Now, she's going to get something from it. The more you spend with a woman, the more that time going to cost you. You're barely going to get a woman pregnant if you hit it and quit and walk out the door pumping dumps. You know when you get women pregnant? When you laying next to them after you bust and you go round two, no Jimmy hat. And then she in there just, y'all soaking in it. She's soaking in it. Then you hit it again. You soaking in it, cuddling in it. Right? The more you spend with them, the worse it gets. The more time. Anybody ever do this? And I know I got to move on. The more you talk to a woman, the more likely. If I cold approach a woman, the more I say to her, the more likely she's going to find something she doesn't like about me. So if I walk up to a woman, hi, how you doing? Excuse me, miss. What's your name? Where you from? Follow me. Can I take you out tonight? The more I talk, hey, how you doing? What's your name? Vanessa. And she puts that wet noodle out there. Vanessa. Oh, hi, Vanessa. Good to meet you. All right. I just wanted to say, I see you. You see me? You like what you see? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Good. Well, you come around here often? (laughs) I like what you got going on. Okay, let me get your phone number. Well, I don't give my phone number out to anybody. All right. Yeah, but I'm not just anybody. I'm CGA. Well, what does that mean? What is CGA? Well, you know, Coach Greg Adams. Oh, you're a coach? Yeah, I coach. Well, what do you coach? I coach on the internet. The internet? You have a social media page? Let me look it up. Nah, you ain't got to look it up. I just wanted to tell you that I was interested in you, and I wanted to get your number to take you out another time. Can you get the number? Well, I don't give numbers out that easily. Maybe you take my Snapchat. Well, I don't take Snapchat. 
Well, my Instagram. I ain't taking no Instagram, baby. Give me the number. Give me the digits so I can call you and take you over right now. Can we come? Well, let me think about it. You don't even know who I am. What do you like about me? Who are you? What do you do? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what I mean? I, uh, lastly, I came from the uh, anti-Trump rally, and I was voting for Biden next week. Oh, you voted for Biden? I don't go for Biden voters. Well, I'm not voting for Biden, I per se. Uh, I was voting for Trump last year, but uh, maybe I could be convinced. Well, never mind. I don't know. Really <laughs> Once you tell them too much, the more you're going to more likely, more likely dry them up. Dry them up. The more info you give them, the more likely they're going to dismiss you. The law of diminishing returns. Get in, get out. Get in, get out. You know what I mean? I was just talking to you because you didn't look like a single mother. Oh, you don't like single mothers? Nah, I don't date single mothers. Oh, what's wrong with single mothers? Well, I'm just saying, well, my sister's a single mother. I know you ain't dissing single mothers. Well, I'm just just saying. Well, I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, I like young women. Oh, what, you like younger women? You you don't like women your age? Mm -mm, I like younger women. Oh, what you trying to say? Are you a predator? Oh, I just, I was just, I was just saying. Right, I was just letting you know. Oh, what do you like about me? Oh, I love white women, boy. I love me some white women. I can't stand black women. What, you don't like black women? You don't like your own? Is this self-hate? What type of black man are you? You ain't no real black man. Oh, I was just saying, I just prefer that you were white. I really don't talk to sisters. Oh, that's mean. That's disgusting. I could never date a person that has that type of self-hate. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Ooh, I like thick girls. I like them thick. Ooh, you super thick. You just perfectly thick. You proper thick. Oh, you saying I'm fat? No, I ain't saying you fat. I just like them with a little bit of extra meat on the bone, and you got a meat on the bone. Well, I've been trying to lose weight. Nah, don't lose no weight. I'm trying to lose 30 pounds. Nah, don't lose 30 pounds. Keep yourself nice and thick like that. I like you like that with that extra cellulite and all that gelatinous fat curdle up all up on your hips like that i like it like that keep it like that right there don't do that don't lose that i don't like myself like this i like you like that though <laughs> right the thick kind p-a-w-g you a fat ass white girl i love it i love it i like the girls with the extra dark meat on the inside of their legs let me get that you got the extra dark meat in the inside of your legs the more you talk, the more you about to lose them. Then you get in, get out. The more you hang out with them, the more you about to lose them. Get in, get out. Let me get back to these super chats in here. Look at that. You got the gunt. You got that food pot. I like to pat that food pot. I like to pat that food pot. I like to grab that food pot. You know what I mean? I'm hitting it from the side. This is Martin Lawrence joke. I'm hitting it from the side, and I like to grab that food pot and play with it. Well, I'm hitting it from the side. I like it. You got a good front booty. Look at that. I ain't afraid of that food pot. I like it like that. It got some stank in that pot. The more you say. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Anyway, this show is crazy wild today, but I got to get to this main event. Let me catch up on any contributions today. Let me catch up on any contributions. Uh, let me see here. We got our brother here. Let me see if I can say your government name. Uh, shout out to our mother, Mark. And Mark A, we call you. He says, just happy to see you 
uh, t- still alive. I'm still alive. Shout out to you. I'm still alive. I'm here. There was a typo there. That's why. I've <laughs> All right. The NWO didn't get me. They didn't get me. Shout out to our brother Glenn SS. Help with the baby mama terrorist fund. We here. And they mad that I'm on the internet today. Thank you for being a place that we can talk and share ideas. Ideas. Shout out to our brother Ezekiel. Says the hour show. Our show is like Kobe dropping 40 at the garden. Shout out to you. All right. Shout out to you. I think that means the hour shows, the four hour shows. That's what he meant. The four hour shows are like Kobe dropping 40 at the garden. I'm glad to get y'all through y'all work day. Get you through your work day. James Davis says free agent lifestyle for life, coach. We in here. We in here. Shout out to the ladies with the football prints, too. All right, let me get over here, Super Chats, and then we're going to get into the main event. How about we do that? We got uh, DGC more. Shout out to you. I'll acknowledge you again out here with the sponsorship. Martin says everything you know is a lie and everything you see is an illusion. Shout out to Martin. I I said that one already. Big Joker from the EA Zone 6 in ATL. We know what type of ninja you are. He says Julia Roberts said on that call, I'm a 50-year-old woman. She's actually 56. Wonder why she said 50 rather than her real age. Well, women don't tell their real age. They're ashamed of their age. And she's 56. She about to be 60. She might as well have said 60. Jay Sound says Ninja watching since 2019. Been on the dark side since I was 15. Shout out to the dark side gang members out here. He says, you put me up on monk mode in the blue chip mindset. Free agent lifestyle for life. Indeed. Shout out to y'all. Man, man, man. Let's get to that main event. Oh, no, wait. I got a single mother stuff. I got some single mother stuff. I advertise it two days in a row. I got to do it. We going to get into this show. We digging in your chest. Dating a single mother. Dating a single mother. There's a single mother on here. As you know, most of the Manosphere say don't date single moms, but most of the Manosphere content creators end up with single mothers. Oh, Jesus. But this person right here, take a look at your single mother right here. She looking, okay, she got her filter on, and all right, she ain't bad. She ain't bad. She definitely on her pog stuff. She definitely like black men, too. You can tell this woman like black men. All right, this woman does not date white guys. She probably had one baby by a white guy. But this woman is giving all indications that she likes ninjas. All right. How do you know, coach? How do you know? All right. First and foremost, first and foremost, she's not smiling with her teeth. She looks like she has an attitude. That's number one. Number two, big hoop earrings, at least two pair. All right. So if you got hoop earrings, you like ninjas. All right. White girls wear one stud earring. White girls that like white guys wear one stud earring. They don't wear hoops. All right. Number three. She got her hair in a certain position as to not basically, uh, it basically looks like it's all flat laid down and combed backwards like this. This is, the, this is definitely like, you know, it's, it's kind of like she's hiding her, her, her hair, her stringy hair. You know, white girls wear their hair down or up in a ponytail, not curled over on the side like that and pulled over and away from her face. All right, this woman like ninjas. This is a ninja rider right here. <laughs> right. White girls uh, that like white guys, they be in a feminine a lot. This woman looks aggressive with it, and so she likes niches. <laughs> All right. And she's a little slightly overweight with no basic, basic facial symmetry. 
Like, you know what I mean? You get the white girls normally you can see they chin, chin bones and and this and that, and you can see that, you know what I mean? They're a little more gaunt and they are pursuing Chad. This woman's pursuing Chad Roan and Glocktavius and Demetrius and Keandre. She a little bit thicker. Yeah, she like white guys. I mean, she like black guys. Yeah. Yes. All right. And she probably got she got some interracial. Ba- you know what? Let me do let me do some investigation. Oh, okay. This is from Holebusters, so he didn't leave the link. Oh, she does have a link. Watch. Oh, okay. All right, hold on for a second. I'm going to look her up on TikTok. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> I know my wife. I know my pogs. This is a black man's dream right here, and she she probably cooked for ninjas. She, she cooked for ninjas. All right, hold on. I'm going to look her up. I'm going to confirm. All right, I'm going to confirm. Let me see if I can look her up here. Uh-huh. Okay, I found, I found, uh-oh. I found her, I found her, I found her tick. Oh, all right. She got a, oh no, okay. All right, she got, she got a white dude. She got a white dude. All right, so I was kind of wrong, but that don't mean, let me see the baby. Oh, Lord, okay. Yeah, they are, okay, she pogging though. She got a boyfriend. She got a boyfriend. It is a white dude though. He's, she's sipping. Oh, right, there he is. There she is right there. All right, she, oh, okay, all right. Oh, Lord, look at Lord. Oh, the humanity. All right, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. They, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. They in the trailer park. <laughs> trailer park. All right, anyway, let me see here. It said, is that her? I think that was her. This is what she has to say. Single mammy. Single mammy. She definitely in West Virginia somewhere. If a man is with you and lives with you, knowing you have kids, knowing you had kids before you got together, and he doesn't treat those kids as his own, and he doesn't contribute to your household as if those kids were his own, that's not the one you need to exit left ASAP. I'm not sure who else needs to hear this, but a man that goes to a woman who already has kids is going to step up to the plate and take care of those kids as if those kids were his. So yes, you should expect him to. If he committed to you, he committed to them kids. It's not us. It's this is a packaged deal oh. that we have right now. Oh, this is Lord. not like oh well, you get me and like well here's also my kid. Like no, you're you're all you all come together. And if he doesn't understand that and if he doesn't treat you accordingly, exit left. Oh okay, so and that's you. So the dude she with now definitely the that's you guy. She and he knocked her up. Let me somebody say go 10 years back. All right, let me go 10 years back. I know there's a ninja baby in there. I know there's a mulao. There gotta be a mulao. All right, hold on for a second. Let me scroll back. All right, she do got white babies here. Let me go back. Let me go back. Okay. Let me. Oh, I gotta go way back. All right. Oh, okay. She got some, she got some white kids. All right. Yeah. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she when she was in high school. Maybe she was in high school. <laughs> all right, there we go right here. All right. Uh anyway. Anyway, yeah, this basically uh, low-hanging fruit. But let's play it again. Let's play it again. Let's play it again. Here we go right here. With you and lives with you, knowing you have kids, knowing you had kids before you got together, and he doesn't treat those kids as his own, and he doesn't contribute to your household as if those kids were his own, that's not the one you need to exit left ASAP. I'm not sure who else needs to hear this, but a man that goes to a woman who already has kids is going to step up to the plate and take care of those kids as if those kids are his. 
So yes, you should expect him to. If he committed to you, he committed to them kids. It's not, a, it's, this is a packaged deal that we have right now. This is not like, oh, well, you get me and like, well, here's also my kid. Like, no, you're, you're all, you all come together. And if he doesn't understand that and if he doesn't treat you accordingly, exit left. Oh my goodness. All right. So I was wrong. Oh, the he said the black kids were deleted. <laughs> She's giving off strag. All right. Or trailer park. Let me see if I can find this video where she, where it came from and see where the comment section is. But guys, what do you think about this? Do you think, do you think that this were this woman's living and she actually got her a guy. She got her a guy. And that's you. So, you know, she got her a guy to take the deal. I think for young men, this is my advice. I don't know. Maybe young men under 28 do not listen to her. Young men under 20. Did she delete the video? She must have deleted the video because I don't see the video on her TikTok. I don't know why it would have been a video that was quite viral. All right. But she does have another guy here. Uh, uh, well, uh, the videos are quite old. You know what? I just figured out here. I'm just investigating here. The videos on her site are old. Okay. So that video with the guy was from 2020. Let me, let me show you this. So right there, see that video right here, her first video, which must be pinned to the top is from 2020. Then this next video here. Oh, she's going to twerk. Oh, she twerking. Oh no. 2023. All right, so you know she's single now. She twerking on the internet. This girl definitely be hanging with black ninjas right here. And then we have another 2020 video. Then 2022 with the guy, the daddy here. 2023, 2021. They're all out of order here. So let me figure out what I did here. Let me click on her. Oh, I guess I'm not clicked on her page. I'm not clicked on her page. All right, so I did find a video. Here's the video here. Here we go. We go. You have kids knowing you had kids before you got together and he doesn't treat those kids. All like right. So we have here the comments run, bro. This woman says you said it, sis. Who doesn't know this? Listen to her. Okay. All right. We got a lot of run bros. I do it every day. All right. Shout out to him. This guy, Ninja, 100% agree. But that also comes with disciplining them, though. Yeah, this is a trap. Run, bro. A lot of run bros in here. Hell no. Sorry. No deal. So what happened when he told the phrase, these are not my kids. All right. Okay. Right here. You're 100% right. My baby daddy should take care of him and his regardless. No man is ready to raise someone else's flesh. Okay. That was a disagreement. I never laughed so hard. Okay. Most, a lot of people are disagreeing with her. Does this mean the same for a woman? Okay. Austin says you're 100% right. It's a package deal. I hope this goes both ways. This is the problem with this advice. This is the problem with this advice because a lot of people are not understanding what we talk about in the, in the manosphere. For men who are above 30 and 35, men might think, hey, I have no other choice. Now, unfortunately, we are giving you other choices. You got the JUCO. Um, you can uh, date younger women. We open these possibilities up for you as to not make you make these bad deals. Some men say get your passport. So these then give men an alternative to not have to say something like, well, I'm older. All the women in my age group have kids. Well, you're going to be set up. And that's you. You're going to have to take a dumb deal. Now, men who are younger, we especially caution that when you're in your 20s, do not take this deal. This is not necessary for you because you're going to take a deal 
where you are heavily at disadvantage, meaning that you can't discipline the kids. You might adopt them foolishly and get put on child support. You do have the ability to grow into a better person and not accept this deal. And you don't realize that nobody else is taking this deal. This woman's going to be in and out of disappointing relationships for way too long. You're taking a deal nobody else is taking in your 20s. Nobody in your age group is going to take that deal. So the, the point we're making when we say don't date single mothers is specifically for men who are building themselves in their 20s. Now, once you get older, this is a different conversation than it's relative to who you are in your mid-30s and 40s. Who you are, where you are in life, then I still would say I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't get into a relationship with a woman that had young kids. Then if she, at my age, at my age, like I'm not that desperate for a relationship. I'm not codependent. I'm not getting an instant ready mix family. I wouldn't do it. Now, I would tell, tell you, you probably shouldn't do it because you're taking a deal nobody else is going to take with not much of a positive in return. Not much positive in return. And eventually, you're just going to be another guy that in and out of these kids' life, and it's not even fair for the kids. But you're going to put in a lot of work, and you shouldn't have to take that deal. You should really, really question, should, is that deal for you? Now, other people say, other people say, Somebody says you can get put on child support for kids that aren't yours. Yes. Not, now it depends. But it's possible, yes. Some men adopt kids. They're the single father. You come in. Uh, I'm sorry, the single mother. You come in. You say, I want to make, you do a Russell Wilson. You adopt the kids. If the relationship breaks up, you could be put on child support. Also, if you come into a, a woman's life and she has young children, the kid's like uh, six months old, a year old, two years old. And you come in and you operate and function as a father. And Glocktavius is long gone. But the kid knows you as the dad. And then you break up with her or divorce her. And then she says, well, what about my kid? And you say, fuck them kids. And then she say, oh, really? Okay, my, ki- my kid, you're my kid's only father. You operated like the father. And she goes in and says, hey, this guy's been operating as the father. And they bring the kid up and says, Who's your daddy? And then the kid in the courtroom says, Dada, because you're the only father that kid knows. And she says, Dada, and then you're the fucking father, okay? Because you signed up to support that kid. As she said, you signed up to support my kid. Your ass can get put on just by proxy, just by guilty by association. Your ass might. It's possible, meaning that she could try to put you on and you have to figure out how not to be on there. (laughs) and then now you got a fighter in court do you want to do this fight do you want to fight this fight i don't want to fight this fight yeah got your bunk ass got you gotcha bitch okay so and then the last point where i was cooking where i interrupt myself is that um is that for a guy who is coming into a situation where the kids are older right so you get with a woman the kids are 15, 16, 17, 18. Why would you sign up for this? This is crazy because you're going to really invite a lot of stress into your life. Teenagers are crazy, wacky. Teenagers are wacky. So, you know, they're going to the, their most tumultuous time in their lives. They're growing. They got hormones. Young girls are either introvert or whores. No in-between. You got boys that are horny and stupid. <laughs> so... 
and they don't like their life. They want to spread their wings. They think they're grown. Some of them are lazy pieces of slobs. Some of them don't jump in the shower. And here you come trying to mentor some old ass kid that ain't yours. Fuck all that. Hell no. Now, if it's a daughter and she's a teenager, you stupid for going up in that house, Ninja. You crazy. Because I would not put myself in a teenage daughter's house that ain't mine. <laughs> all right. You asking for it. And I'm not saying anything sexual, but even that, because you're asking for it, just looking at her sideways could make her uncomfortable. Or teenage girls are known to explore with men that are close to them. So they're learning how to flirt and they might use your monkey ass. All right. And all of it takes is the mother to be jealous or the daughter to be jealous. And now you got a fucking clusterfuck. Ah, hell no. And if it's you do in case uh, like younger women in any ways and you cannot have any dick discipline, you ask it for it. So I would not put myself in that scenario at all. Oh, you got, oh, you got, oh, you got teenage daughter. No, thank you. And maybe she invited her friends over and they having a slumber party. Ninja, you can't control yourself and you out there taking pictures and doing stupid shit. No, nah, hell no. <laughs> Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't invite it. Don't put yourself in that situation. You asking for it. Next thing. Next thing. Is if it's a teenage boy, you asking for some baby boy pookie shit. You got to make sure he don't bring ninjas to your house to rob you and rob all your shit. You got to make sure he don't crash his SRT. You got to make sure he ain't gang banging. You got to make sure he don't feel that you're a threat to her mom, his mom. You got to have a Jody from uh, baby boy. I'm not fighting no teenage ninja, especially no ninja that uh, Keandre made. So his father wants to be in his life, but you're the new man in the son's life. And then the son's conflicted and Keandre is six foot three and 280. And I'm five foot seven on a good day and uh, 200 pounds, way too big for my frame, but it is what it is. <laughs> and now, Keandre come to pick up his son, and he's like, man, fuck CGA. That ninja all up in my business. He don't let me get no pussy in here. And then his father come pick you up, and now you got to throw dukes with this ninja because he want to come to Keandre, he wanna come to his son, Keandre Jr.'s birthday party. And I got to tell that big-ass ninja, you ain't coming in my house because the baby mama said, don't let that ninja into the house. <laughs> Now I got to put up my dukes and I got to knock a ninja out tonight and go to jail. Now I got to knock Keandre Jr. little ass out. <laughs> I'll be looking at that ninja, Keandre Jr. like, I wish a nigga would. I'll whip your ass, ninja. You bird-chested ninja. And then he go tell his daddy, now I got to beat up his daddy because his baby mama was a skeezer. No, nah, I ain't doing all that. <laughs> I ain't got to shoot no I ain't shoot no ninja you ever see that one guy who shot the child's father I wish I could play it on YouTube but they gonna censor it and the whole time the dad just wanted to pick his kid up for custody exchange of course step dummy steps up to the plate step dummy steps up to the plate and blocks step daddy from coming into his house not the baby mother's house his house because the baby mother set the trap. And then he out there with a shotgun 
and they going head to head and he end up killing the baby daddy and the uh, baby mama terrorist recording the whole thing and she wins because the baby daddy's dead. There's no longer a custody issue. And then uh, the new step dummy could go to jail. Fuck it. I don't need him no more. He end up not going to jail. Self-defense. All orchestrated by the baby mama terrorist. You ain't ever putting me in position for that on any side. I'm not going to be the father to go fight a stepdaddy, and I'm not going to be the stepdaddy trying to fight off your baby daddy and all of the enemies that you created from that situation. So that comes with dating women that have children. Wind your ass up like a toy soldier. Have your ass out there fighting, murdering other men that just want to see their kids. That comes with dating women with children. Custody exchange shootout. <laughs> now you showing up at her child support hearing and, and you getting shot at. Hell no. Shit wild as hell, bro. She using you as just a toy soldier. And then you got to pay for all these rascals. Did she want you to pay for all these rascals? That ain't yours. Oh, hell no. Nope. Oh, hell no. By the way, I'll show you the case. Um, I, I can't show you the video. Uh, man shoots child's father, Texas. Child's father. And I broke the film down, but of course, YouTube censored it and uh, uh, demonetized it back in the day. But uh, it was this situation right here. Right here. So there it is. There's the father. And the exact same scenario that I uh, said here. There's the father in the teal. That's the child's father. He's taller. He's bigger. And there's the little man, little man syndrome, run and get the gap. The guy in the teal gets shot in the chest and dies right there on the porch. And um, I wish I could find the video here. Baby mama terrorist gets what she wants. Uh, let me show the baby mama terrorist right here. Baby Mama Terrace is right here. Can you see the vid, the picture? She recording it right here. You see the you see the woman in the background. She loving this. She's loving it. Now the guy in the teal, his wife girlfriend is recording the picture on the left. That's the video. She's recording it. So she watched her new husband get shot and killed. But the baby Mama Terrace steps back right here, and she loving it. She's recording it all for the internet right here. And the child father dies. No more custody issues. She no longer has to do custody exchanges. She no longer has to have the guy and say, let me see my kid. So the step dummy does the bidding. It's still on Twitter, but I can't show it on YouTube because you know how YouTube works. They're immediately going to say in age restricted. But this is what happens when simps are however. Guys, don't die over women, please. Death by simp. Don't die over women. It ain't worth it, ninjas. And don't go to jail for life over these women, bro. <laughs> don't go to jail over these women. So this is why I don't encourage dating single mothers. There's a lot of reasons. I don't encourage it. I'm not paying for these rascals. I'm not going to be your toy soldier. I'm not going to take a game, a deal that nobody else has taken. So you're not going to tell me I got to do this. All right. But uh, anyway, go on YouTube and, and pull up the case. The guy who shot the father ended up 
claiming self-defense. He didn't get anything. And the woman got the custody of the kids and ran off. Yep. Cold world, ain't it? Cold freaking world. But in the video, you can see the baby mama. She was quiet. She was like this. She was just filming. She didn't say shit. She wasn't arguing. She was just running around like this. Like, shoot this motherfucker, please. Get him out of my life. <laughs> That's basically how she was filming it. Like, oh, shit. I hope this didn't shoot him. And then it was like, pow. When she shot him, she didn't even flinch. She was like, oh, shit. Fuck. Motherfucker, bleed slow, ninja. <laughs> Die slow. That's what she was thinking. She didn't, she didn't scream. She didn't cry. She didn't kick. She didn't say, what did you do? She didn't say, oh, my. She didn't call 911. She was just like, God damn, ninja. This is the best case scenario. Best case scenario. My problems are solved. Oh, by the way, she broke up with the guy, Chad. She broke up with it. She broke up. She was like, this is the best freaking thing I ever could see. She was like, shit. Uh, anyway. I was going to show you another video, but let's get into this main event here. Uh, why did this refresh? Interesting enough. We got to talk about this. Let me see if I can find the woman. I had it all primed up, but the screen reset. Value of a man's commitment. Let's talk about this right here. Know when you make a commitment with women that women are not free. Um, if you want to get married, have children, uh, buy a house, car, Start yourself off in significant debt. You know, go to college to get your degree to get you a better woman, right? I'm going to get my bag up. I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to become a doctor. Then you get into the hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans so you can get a better woman. A lot of guys do that. You buy a better car. You dress better. You learn how to talk to women. These are all costs. These are all costs that you hope to recoup. The way you recoup these costs is having a loyal woman that wants to take care of and raise your kids and help you, and be a help me. And that's why you do these things. Men's disappointment today is that they cannot find that. A lot of women are barbaric, they're competitive, they're honorary, they talk back, they're independent, but want you to be traditional. They want to spend your time up and your resources, and then sometimes divorce you, break up, blame you for the breakup. A lot of people are finding that it's difficult. Some people are doing it well, you never hear from them. They're quiet about it. Only until they get got. But for the people who are doing it well, it is what it is. Okay, congratulations. But most people are in this fight. They can't figure it out. We talk from the male's perspective. For men, you have tremendous value. So when you come into a relationship, please understand it's going to be at a great cost. Most of your cost is going to be even before you meet the woman. Because you have to build and become and do and have. Then you get measured. So there's a cost there. Then when the commitment comes, she can't carry the load. So she's going to uh, describe this and say the American dream costs. When you hear this, the American dream just replace commitment. The commitment to family costs. Meaning that your commitment should not be given away frivolously. Oh, you're scared. You're hurt. You're bitter. All right, you just don't want to commit. Just commit. I'm a good woman. Take me. I'm the best. I'm a 9 out of 10. My love don't cost a thing. I'm not a gold digger. No, no, no. If I commit to you and start marrying you and having family and live with you, 
What is the cost? What is the value of my commitment? Let's let her explain it right here. American Dream now costs $3.4 million. That's the total estimated lifetime cost for marriage, raising two children, buying a home, cars, healthcare, and education. Investopedia's data journalism team tallied the cost of living each component of the American dream over the course of the average American's lifespan. The average lifetime earnings of Americans across all education levels is $2.3 million. That's over 1 million short of the estimated cost of the American dream. Now, everyone's idea of the so-called American dream is different, but the rising costs of everything a family might reasonably want and need to afford, like healthcare, buying a car, a home, raising kids and sending them to college, continues to put that dream further out of reach for most American households. The American dream now costs $3.4 million. All right, so let me stop it right there. Now let's reframe it and say, what is the value of the commitment of a man? Oh, coach, she loves me. She says she loves me. Our love is like no other love. We're going to go the distance. It's going to be happily ever after. We're going to have five kids, one named Keandre, the other named Glontavious, one one named Shashquanisha, Tata and Alicia, and all of them. Tamika, all right, we got our five kids. We're going to buy a house, but you're a moron for doing today. I mean, you're crazy. By at these interest rates, is nuts, okay? But she loves me, and I love her. She loves he. Everything's good. I get the pussy for free. She's my girl. Nobody else going to touch her. She a virgin. Nobody else has touched her. She never going to divorce me. She doesn't understand sexist marriage. She going to be mine forever, and you double down. Plunk. And she says, commit to me. I'm yours. Six weeks. Six weeks. She give you the vagina. She swallow your kids. She's like, just commit. Just be mine. Yes, I don't have no other I don't have no other kids. No other man's babies. Just mine. Just commit. Don't be scared. Don't be hurt. Don't build up walls. Don't worry. Prenup. Nah. Prenup. Love don't need prenup. We in love. Just come on. Come on. Give me that commitment. Commit. All right, you commit. All right, baby, you my only girl. I'm a one-woman man. All right, good. She got your ass. Then you start seeing your bank account leaking. You're like, damn, you seeing your time drain, your balls draining. She's like, just put a ring on it. If you love me, then you should have put a ring on it. Come on. Just commit to me. Just, just put that ring on it. Put, put a little ring. How much the ring cost? $18,000. $18,000. Don't worry about it. You're just expressing your love. You're just taking me off the market. Once you put that ring on it, you might be able to tell me what to do. Not all the time. Just give me that ring. The ring on it. Walk me down at all. Woman, let's get married. Marry me. Take me down there. Just, just a little wedding ceremony. $30,000. Bridesmaid. Honeymoon. Honeydew. All right. Just a little bit of honeymoon. Just a little bit of wedding. Just a wedding dress. It's going to be $30,000 total. My daddy will pay a little bit of it. My mama will pay a little bit of it. And you'll pay the rest. Uh-huh. Then we'll have kids. Let's get a little kids. Put some babies in me. Put some babies in me. These are our love child. I love you forever. Give me some babies. Put them babies in me. All right, good. And there's a baby. There's one baby, two baby, three babies. All right, we need a house. We should have had a house before the babies. Let's buy a house. All right. All right, $200,000 house? Oh, no, I deserve better. We're going to have five babies. And I need a big house, a big car. We need a big SUV. I need to be able to take these kids around. 
Get rid of your motorcycle. Get rid of your boat. Sell all your fun. Sell all your toys. No video games. Put some babies in me. Let's get a house. Because I love you. Oh, baby, I'm not happy no more. You gave me this house, this ring, this wedding dress, these babies. You gave me your commitment, but I'm not happy no more. I'm not happy. <laughs> All right, I'm not happy no more. You're not paying attention. You work too much. You ain't ever here. All right, you ain't making enough money. You always here. You don't work enough. All right, I'm thinking about getting a divorce. First, I got to go see Glocktavius, my friend from high school. He, we reconnecting. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Be a secure man. Don't be a controlling man. I got to go see Glocktavius. He in town for the weekend, and I'm going to go hang out with him. You don't mind, do you? And all of a sudden, you know what? Divorce. This is, this is highly likely. And everything that you paid up, everything that you paid up doesn't count no more. Those are all gifts. That's all community property. We split that up. Now, everything that you make after that, I get a cut. I need a cut. That's called alimony. Support. Child support. I need that money. I need that bag. I need that. Nah, you can't see your kids. Nah, you can't see your babies. I'm going to get into a new relationship. Uh, uh, Keandre back in town. And we getting married. All right, he going to move in the house that you moving out. He moving into the house that you moving out. <laughs> he moving in. Now you live in a studio apartment. And we live in the big $600,000 house because the value then went up 200000 on Zillow. And... I got a new man, and he take care of me. He take care of the kids. It was a package deal. All right, he moving in. And no, nah, you can't see your kids. You can see your kids every other weekend, ninja. Pay me my child support, you bitch, ninja. All right, so what is the true cost of your relationships? What is the cost of your commitment? Guys, she just, not, she just said, said $3.4 million. <laughs> Right there. And that's just if the relationship works. She said the American dream for a family. $3.4 million. That's not even the divorce. That's not even the child support. Do you guys know that there's men that will pay in excess of over 10 years to 18 years, six figures in child support? Six figures, meaning $120,000 plus in just child support. That could be 10 years. It could be 18 years. You're paying six figures of your future income on child support. There's men that do it. That's doing this. Then if you include alimony, any lost property, anything you sell, they're paying six figures. Just in child support. If you live, let's say you stay with your family, that child support is going to be given to your family. In fact, most married men, somebody says, I have three kids. Most married men, most married men spend 80% of all of their income. 80% of all of your income is either going to the government, your wife, or your kids. If you so believe that you're going to buy something for yourself and you buy something and bring it home, you can damn sure believe you're going to be called selfish. 
What? You bought yourself something? What did you buy? Oh, I bought some new kicks. I bought a new video game. I bought a new boat. I bought a motorcycle. Oh, you selfish. I bought a sports car. Oh, you selfish son of a. The majority of your check income is supposed to be given to your family, and it doesn't matter if you make $70,000 a year or $500,000 a year. 80% of that money is to be going to not you. If you make $500,000 a year, some of that money going to her upkeep, Botox, Pilates, Lululemon pants, clothes, shoes, cars, Botox, injections, filters, cut and color, hair dye, extensions, titty implants, booty implants, manis, petties. So it don't mean because you make more, you're going to keep more of your paycheck. That's just more for her to spend. That's just more for her to spend. So you make more, she going to spend more. And she's going to spend more for the family. I got to The kids needed peanut butter. The dogs needed treats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a blessing. And you're blessing this woman. Unfortunately, she can just pull the rug at any point and it's going to cost you more. If you ever think of this, and I'm saying this to men to give you an idea, your commitment has an extensive value. Don't ever underestimate or take lightly what you're giving to the woman as far as making her your only woman. She might even say, come on, why are you scared? Why your feet? Yo, you, you, got, you got, what do they call you? You got, you got nervous feet. Or they used to call it wet feet or something like that. Cold feet, wet feet. You got cold feet. You scared. Oh, my God. It's just a commitment. It's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. In fact, it is the biggest decision of your life. We're talking girlfriend, baby mama, any woman you fornicate with, any woman you marry. There's no other decision. That will be bigger than this. There's no any, there's no other decision that will have lifelong consequences other than this, besides taking another person's life. That is probably the second biggest decision that you'll make. And you better not take that lightly because you're going to big boy jail with Big Bubba. But the most important decision, the point of this show, is that no other decision that you will make will have this amount of financial consequences, reward, and lifelong consequences than this. Never take it lightly. So when women come up and you're thinking that and they're challenging you, you dude, you might date them, you might date them for three weeks and they like, let's, 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 let's become exclusive. Absolutely not. Do not give this away. Not even for a piece of free punani. Because even if you don't marry the woman, you have children. You have children with a woman. That's a lifelong decision. That is a life decision you made. It's going to affect you the rest of your life. I mean, you're not getting away from this woman. She's attached to you permanently forever. She's linked to you permanently forever. Whether you're with her or without her. Whether you haven't seen your kid ever or whether that that, that you see that kid every day. You divorce her or break up, that kid's still a part of your life, and that woman is. 
So whatever her situation is, is going to affect you, right? If she falls ill health, it affects you. If she goes crazy, it affects you. If she marries another man, it affects you. When your kids graduate high school, it affects you. If you haven't seen your kid in forever and they do a DNA test and find you at 40 and say, Daddy, where you been? It affects you. It affects you. Whatever you do, they get married. Kids get married. It affects you. They, they get a, their first job. It affects you. So, so these are lifelong decisions. If you stay with the woman, it affects you. If she dies when, she, when your kids are 10, it affects you. If you divorce when your kids are 22, it affects you. If she divorces you and gets remarried, it affects you. <laughs> okay? You never leave the woman. The woman always has the ability to pull you back in at any point in your life. The children at any point of that life can pull you back in. Okay? So you guys got to know um, that this is the most important decision that you make, and a lot of people just make it just very frivolously, and you give it away. The thing is, don't give it away. But even if you give it away, doesn't mean you're going to make the right choice. We know most people make the wrong choice in mates. Today, you're more likely to pick the wrong mate than the right one. If a woman has a history of picking the wrong mate, know that you are the next wrong mate. Women that have a history of picking wrong mates rush the next mate more than likely to commit to them. They don't have patience because they're used to hopping in the relationship at the relationship at the relationship. The solution is always love. And then once it wears off, reality hits them and it's never like they thought it was going to be. And then boom, you're just the next victim. Hopeless romantics are the most dangerous women that ever commit to because she has a history, a cemetery of failed expectations and relationships that force men to give away a commitment and make promises that she held you to that she's later going to be disappointed and make you pet cemetery number 10. Women that want relationships early on, fast, quick, are often women who pick the wrong mates. So never fall under the pressure of saying, I got to commit to her because it feels good. She lives life on feel goods. She also destroys lives when it doesn't feel good for her. They're addicted to love. All right, let me get in here with these super chats. Your commitment is the most important thing that you will give to a woman. Your commitment is the most important thing you will give to a woman. Never take it lightly. Use great discernment. Give her expectations that she needs to live up to in exchange for this commitment. And also, if I'm committing to not fornicate with another woman, this woman better be incredible. And you will find that they're most likely not going to be incredible. You just gave up your right your patriarchal right, your masculine right to fornicate with multiple women for this woman. Sound like a bad deal to me. I'll take the available peace leave if I can get it. 
All right. She's like, wouldn't it be great if? No, it wouldn't be great for you to go over here and sit on your peace leave and hold it against me. No. <laughs> what kind of deal is that? You see all of this calico running around here? They selling it, giving it away? And you want me to commit to your piece of calico? I don't think so. <laughs> all right. Anyway, you guys got to make them qualify. Men need to be stronger in making women qualify because they got a far, they, their bar is super low on what men should be doing. Well, I think it's actually high. Men need to be doing this and that. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Where we at? Stop taking these bum-ass deals. Most women are take, giving y'all some horrible deals. Horrible. Don't take these bum-ass deals. All right, what are we doing here? And the reason why you, remember I told you the story about the woman I told I, I want peace from a woman and she immediately went crazy. Like their intention is not to give you shit. Most women, most women, their intention is not to give you anything. Then when you ask, well, you get me. Okay, but please understand, they don't intend to give you anything. Like this is in general. There are some women out here that do. Shout out to those ladies. But they ain't giving you a trash deal. Basically saying, I have no standards for me, standards for you. The minute you put standards on them, they run. They run. Uh, last one. I, I actually had this one chick that I used to bang on for free every now and then. But she was a, she was a woman that uh, uh, delusional. She said to me once, and I quote, I'm going to find a guy that's going to take care of me. That's already have money. Like he already has money. He's going to take care of me. Then I'm going to use that as an opportunity to start a business, which she had a business, but she wanted to start her own business, but I'm going to start a business. And then the money I make building my business is going to be mine, but we'll live off of his money. I was like, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Now, I asked this delusional woman. I said, what's in it for him? Guys, women think like this. They think like this. She proposed that deal not to me, but she said that that's what she's looking for. And I was like, <laughs> please. Tell me, what does he get? Like, that seems like a horrible deal. So what you're going to do is spend his money, work to build your, he, out of the kindness of his heart, is going to then have you build your business up and then watch you be Miss Independent Entrepreneur working 10, 12 hours a day because that's what you're going to be working. Save all that money. Built off the back of him. He getting no credit. And then you can run off once your business is set. Run off and say, I don't need you. What the hell? <laughs> but in her mind, she was looking at me like, right? She was looking at me like, and I was like, 
was like, <laughs> and I was like, that's horrible. She was like, why? She literally was looking at me like, what's the problem? I was like, oh my God. They look at you as a utility, as a means to an end, as an ATM, as a human pay for my shit while I give you pussy. Basically, you're going to sell me some pussy? That's what you're going to do. You're selling me sex. You're going to just be available to him when you feel like it. I was like, wow. And of course, she was a single mammy. Single man. She was a single mom. I was like. Oh, the humanity. I was like, there ain't no way you think that's a fair deal. She did. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> she thought that was a fair deal. Like, that's fair. Yeah, man. Anyway, let me get to these super chats. Yeah, they be weirdos like that, man. There's some weirdos out like that. Now, there's women in here. I'm like, 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 only. Oh, hold on. There's women out here. I'm not like any of these women, coach. Where are you meeting these women? You know them. You know them. But, guys, ladies, I'm gonna tell you something. Most men, because let's, let's talk to the quiet. <laughs> let's talk to the quiet women that are like, I don't understand. All right, it's because you're trying to date women that are attractive. What about us plain Janes? I'm going to tell you. The women that most men experience are predatory women. Now, you don't want to un, un, acknowledge this, but we have to tell you. Most men are dealing with predatory women. The women that are quiet and innocent and introverted and waiting on a peace leave and I'm waiting to give it to the right guy, y'all don't be out here dating. Y'all not on the dating apps. You are on the dating apps. You can't even, we can't even get through to you, all right, because we over here thirsty and starving. But if you think of the dates that are happening and the hookups that are happening, it's with predatory women, toxic women. These are the people that's out there. These are the people that we're being exposed to. These are the people that are outside. These are the people at the bars and nightclubs. These are the people at the life. These are the people dressing scantily clad in tights and ninjas. These are the people on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge. These are the people on Seeking Arrangement. These are the people that we're most likely to see. These are the people. And these are the people ho hopping and hopping around and on the carousel and being here and dating and dating up and leveling up and dating like this, like this woman. This woman, remember her? Remember her? These are the people. This is what we seeing on a daily basis. Nine out of 10 women, this is it. Now the quiet ones, the docile ones, the submissive ones, y'all quiet or you already got a man. So you, you ain't outside. We dealing with broke bitches and strags and, and, and predatory apex predator white women. And that's where it's at. So we're exposed to not the good ones. There's some good ones out there. Where are y'all at? Hiding on a rock? You hiding under a rock? Come on out. Do I need to get the raid? Come on out so we can find you. Well, there's some good women out there. Come on out. <laughs> Come on out. I'm going to turn the light on. Bring your asses outside. Come on up. I got the 52-point program. I'll see your ass after class. Ladies, if y'all so good, where y'all at? How come in all the good ones, we got to hide and find under a rock like a rattlesnake? Ain't there's no good, no, no good one under this one. We got to go hiking, climb Mount Everest, go up up top. Any good woman up here? We got to knock on doors. All the good ones inside. <laughs> the unicorn. Where the unicorn at? All right, let me see here. 
and there's millions of men searching for the uniform. Where they at? Where's the modest flower dress bitches? All right, where the bitches making apple pie? Where they at? Scooby Doo sandwich bitches, bitches that want to make me a sandwich. Where y'all at? Come on over here. Oh, I got me a submissive one. I got one right here. I caught one. I caught one. I got one right here. I got one. Yeah. And just you ain't got one. I got me one. Just wait. And I got her right here. And then all it takes is a matter of time. And then all of a sudden, Cobra! Damn. That good I come home and she just. I'm like, wait a minute. Looking at her like, hold up for a second. Looking at her like, wait a minute. Who are you? I'm like, baby, what's happening? What's happening? She's like, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm like, hold up, baby. What's going on? I'm not happy. <laughs> I thought you was one of the good ones. Yeah, I got hit with the okie doke. I'm like, God dang. Got hit with the okie doke. <laughs> All right, look. Let me get to these super chats. Woo! What a show. Thank you for the show. Jay Sound says, Ninja watching. All right, did I already got that one. Jay Sound says, also, first time donating, and I guarantee you it won't be the last. We out here. Thank you, Jay Sounds. Johnny Law with the co-sponsorship. I'm <laughs> He says, women see money as a utility to be used of a tool to build wealth. He says, if you don't believe me, present. He says, present rack or present rack or racks to your lady and ask her what she is going to do with it. Indeed. I mean, you know, it's kind of like pimps, you know, the way to make money is through the woman and the way they survive is through our utility. Through our utility. That's just what it is. And I don't, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad that women need money for men. I'm mad that women use money for men. Right. I, that's what I'm mad at. Like they use love. They say it's one thing, but it's really about this. And that's why I be at the junior college, even exchange, fair exchange. <laughs> All right, I want to use your body tonight. Can you bring, okay, over there. She's like, can you lend me a couple of dollars? Or Okay. Damn, daddy. Yep. Fair exchange. Because we don't have to trick each other. We don't have to trick each other. I don't like tricks. But the biggest tricks out here are time tricks and love tricks. I really love you, darling. She don't love you, ninja. <laughs> she don't love you, bro. You getting tricked. She don't love you like that. She don't love you like that. Oh, I love spending time with you, and the money just keep going up. Time tricking you. Nah, baby. Let's get right down to the bottom line. Brass tax. Let's talk turkey. All right. Anyway, J-Flo, thank you for saving lives, coach. We try to teach these life lessons to young men and have to fight all the forces of evil, a.k.a. their mamas. Their mamas. I want you to find this. I want you to find this. This is I'm going to leave it at this. Because a lot of people think, well, um, not all baby mamas are bad. All right, I want you to find a woman that you know maybe is a divorcee or uh, she's a baby mama. She has a baby daddy. I want you to ask that woman. 
This is going to be personal. How is her relationship with her baby daddy? Now, I want you to take notes. Get a tally. Get a notepad. Get a notepad. Get a pen. Get your notepad out. I want you to get a pen. This will tell you, because I always tell you to do your research. Instead of running game, just do your research. Go out there. Hey, how you doing, ma'am? Hey, man, yeah. Uh, so, sad that your child's father's not around so much. Uh, uh, yes, you have a, okay. Um, what's your relationship with your child's father? Is it good, bad, or ugly? <laughs> Is it good, bad, or ugly? Take a tally. Do a little tally. Be like, okay, good. Bad, ugly. I guarantee you 90% plus of baby mamas and divorcees have a contentious relationship with their baby daddy. 90%. They have a hate, hate relationship. They hate the mother sucker. Not many women are going to say, me and my baby daddy are cool. I took his ass off of child support because it was causing a contentious relationship. And by the way, he was paid up on all his child support and I didn't, he was behind on all his child support and I gave up the $5,000 he owed me and I didn't try to give a contempt to court. He pays his child support on time and I love he. Ask a baby mama. Does she have keys to her baby daddy's apartment. Because a good non-contentious relationship would allow both parents to be able to have access to each other's property without even worrying about it. Oh, you need to drop the kids off? Well, I'm not at home. Go ahead and drop them off. On a non-custodial exchange day. Oh, the kids want to sleep at your house on a non-custodial exchange day. And she just says, hey, I know you're not here, but when you get home from work, the kids will be here and they'll be eating uh, uh, Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios. And I'm going to drop them off. I'm going to stay until you come back. And then when you come back, I'm going to tag you out and I'm going to go. There's none of those. I actually met a woman that at the point, at that time, she was like, oh yeah, I'm divorced, but I have access to my child's father's house. We're cool. And she would go there and drop them off and leave them there and have, you have her, make them a sandwich. There ain't none, none. Most women that have children that are not in a relationship with the child's father hates that man with a passion. They have a unhealthy, toxic relationship, meaning that there's no trust, there's litigation, there's manipulation of the child, potential alienation, 90%, which means in effect, a man that she's created life with, she can't even have a common relationship with that man. What makes you think you got a chance? What makes you think you got a chance with that woman? She made life with this man and hates this mother sucker. What makes you think you got a chance out here with a baby mama terrorist? <laughs> You ain't got no chance in hell. Yeah, that lady was a unicorn. It was a flatback too. And I remember how I was talking to her. I probably saw her with her feet out. And I said, she was saying, all right, you know, I was telling I'm divorced. And she was like, oh, I'm divorced too. And she was like, oh, my child's father lives there after school. Uh, I drop him off at the child's father house. She had key entry. Now, I wouldn't do no shit like that. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but 
<laughs> but ask yourself. You always have to check me. I don't. Every now and then, I'm mostly right. I'm mostly right. But do your own research. You find a baby or you, you're dating a single mother or you talk to a single mother, even a woman in your family, ask her relationship with the child's father. What's your relationship with your child's father? Do y'all get along? 90% chance, no. There's a 50% chance that she waiting for him to die. That she cut his brake lines. That she ready to put him in jail for child support. There's a 50% chance she send assassins to him. <laughs> There's a 50% chance she would call Amber Alert if them ninjas ain't back by 7 p.m. on drop-off day. These women are bitter and they're hurt. This is why we tell you to stay away from single mothers because they're probably trying to, they're probably using you as a way to get you in between the child's father. Not only that, consider who you're having children with. Most likely, the woman you're having children with is going to hate your freaking guts at some point. And this ain't a lie. This is not a lie. This is more like, and guys, you don't even have to be divorced from this woman. You could be married to this woman and she hates your gut. Do your own due diligence. Ask a married woman, hey, how's your husband doing? I hate that motherfucker. Okay, yeah, well. Mm. <laughs> All right, it's crazy. All right, anyway, man, don't think I'm the only one. Don't think I'm the only one. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for being here. Let me see if I got some. Nah, man. I'm going to get the last ones on the way back. Thank you for your show. We out and peace.